From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Ah, the clock has just struck seven minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. And let's get right into it. Now, yesterday should be no surprise to you because we warned you, well, from the very beginning. Once we found out all of the conflicts, we said it's impossible. It's impossible for Michael Sussman to have been convicted. He could never be convicted until the end of time with the jury that he had. Now, I left open that it could have been a hung jury. I couldn't foresee that he could possibly get a unanimous verdict. I just knew he could not be convicted. And we promised you basically 100% certainty that he could not be contributed, uh, that he could not be convicted. And let me explain why. And that was probably not a slip to say the word contributed because contributions are involved in this. But what a complete and utter disaster our justice system has become with these Democrat activist judges. And then depending on where the trial takes place, I mean, let's let's be real. In Washington, D.C., 90% of people that live in Washington, D.C. voted for Hillary Clinton. 90%. It's sick. But here's why Michael Sussman was exonerated. In my estimation, he did a whole lot wrong, but he had no chance of ever being convicted. And this is this is purely incontrovertible facts that I'm going to share with you. In no particular order, we begin. The jury was composed of three Hillary Rotten Clinton financial contributors. How are you going to do with that? One, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, financial contributor. How do you do? Well, this one is probably my favorite. One of the jurors, I don't know if it was a man or a woman, his or her daughter plays on the same sports team as Michael Sussman's daughter. How does that person, how is that person allowed to be on the jury? Even if you said, look, yeah, our kids play together, but, and we know each other, but I can be objective. Come on. It's, it's absurd. Then the judge himself, he should have recused himself from the beginning, but of course he didn't. He limited the scope of evidence that prosecutor John Durham could present. He handcuffed and hamstrung him at so many turns all throughout the trial. And I'll tell you, this Durham is a beautiful man. This guy is a good man. He's thanking the judge, thanking the the jurors for their service, thanking the system, thanking his attorneys. Look, I love, I respect our jury system beyond words. It's the greatest system in the greatest country in the history of the world. But not when it's working in some areas of this country the way it's working. 
So do you do you understand why I knew? I, I swear I would have put up the the deed to the Ponderosa to anybody, and I'm not a betting man. It was impossible. Then I have to listen to Michael Sussman. Ah, yeah, he's unjustly charged, and you know, I mean, just sickening to me. Sickening. Congresswoman Nancy Mace, who we've interviewed, not here, but on Fox News nationally. She said, quote, Durham didn't get a fair shot on Sussman. No kidding. No kidding. Quote, no one is ever held accountable in this country for breaking the law, particularly in the highest echelons of campaigns and the federal government. It's inexcusable, quote, really. And the frustration of the American people, I'm sure, will be palpable with this verdict. We just want someone, anyone, to be held accountable for the laws that they're breaking, quote, unquote. But understand, out of 300, what what do we have? 350 million, and there's tens of millions that we don't even know. So we'll just say 340, 350 million. Not that many people care. Sometimes I wonder, I won't say we because I can't speak for you, but I almost feel like I could on this point. I don't know why I care so much. And if I, if I dare put us into a rare collective moment, I don't know why we care so much. Why do we care? It's, it's hard to explain, isn't it? But I know I, I care too much. I want to I want to maybe work on something, maybe under personal development, I can appoint Harry Hurley life coach and just do some soul searching and reflections and say, why don't I care less? What do I care if Marty Small's a jackass and the worst mayor in Atlantic City history? What do I care? What do I care that Sussman got off on this thing? And that the jury was completely packed with people with conflicts coming out of their hiney holes. And at the judge, oh, I left, I left out one of my other favorites. Oh, what am I doing? Forgive me. This is also just delicious. The judge's wife is an attorney who previously represented Lisa Page from the FBI. <laughs> How's this judge? Come on. Lisa Page of Lisa Page and... And, and jackass struck fame. How, how is this even possible? And you know, Durham knew. Understand this. Durham's a winner. He has successfully, he never loses. And I'm telling you, he didn't lose yesterday. He never had a chance. I mean, if the game is rigged, you can go out there and win. Look, do you remember gymnastics and some of the other sports, diving? And I mean, you pick the sport where it's totally subjective and judges get to score however they want. And do you remember Olympics and days gone by? I, I've long since not been a fan of the Olympics for a lot of reasons I don't even want to get into, but I used to love them. And I used to see these scores, and you might have a Russian judge or this judge or that judge, score an American really low. They got all other really high scores. Then, of course, you know, 
I don't know what they do now, but they used to knock out the high score and knock out the low score. So you could you could fade one horrible outlier in each direction. If the homer judge gave somebody way too high score a score and uh, who knows an arch enemy, tough competition nation whatever gave a really low score that was completely unrealistic, you would discount them. I told you from the beginning, I'm not a know-it-all, but I know what I know. It was impossible for Durham to win. Because when you start naming financial contributors and a parent that has a child with your child, with the defendant's child, I mean, how how is that even allowed? How is this judge? I mean, honestly, it's not going to happen, but Durham should ask for something to be done, for this to be reviewed. He should have asked for, I don't know if he did, but he should have asked for a change of venue. Let me tell you something. It's my opinion. If this would have been held on a neutral court, I'm using that as a sports metaphor, but it fits in terms of a courtroom. But if it would have been staged in a neutral court, there's no way. You could get a hung jury because you, you just never know. If someone's willing to do nullification, you know, they can do it. But what a, um, just what a, I mean, remember now, in the Michael Flynn case, you had a judge that was basically on the prosecution payroll. It was so bad. The judge was so awful. And on this one, in the back pocket of the defense, at every turn, he stopped Durham from being able to put on the case he wanted to put on. Didn't matter. The evidence didn't matter at all. And you know what happens. Maybe you've been on a jury and you know. You get people pushing one way and it's it's very hard to uh, to stop it. You've, if you have four or five people in there saying, oh, come on. He, you know, one, oh, um, who was it? Uh, Andy Cortman wrote on my Facebook page. Let me go. I, I don't want to paraphrase it, even though I, I almost remember every word of it. I hope I can find this. There's a lot of comments on here. Yeah, this is great. I found it. So Andy writes on our post, one of the jurors' justifications for finding him not guilty was that, quote, we have more important things going on in this country than to worry about whether someone lied to the FBI, quote, end quote. Now, do you understand when I tell you how broken this country is right now, what I mean? What the hell kind of answer is that? Sure, there's more important things, but that was what you were. That was your job for that period of time. Not the other important things that you have no say in or even if you have some say in have nothing to do with this particular case. I mean, we won't convict anyone of anything. If this stays this way. We have more important things going on in this country than than one person killing someone. You know, 
I, I'll vote not guilty because there's more important things. Wow. Whew. Scary. We'll be back. I'm Hurley in the morning. This is WPG Talk Radio. 95.5 open forum next hour. John Devlin on potential illegality at the Atlantic City public school system. Ooh, we'll get to that. And then Sean Steitler, East Coast Roofing, Siding and Windows in our fourth and final quarter. Ooh, I'm running late. We'll be back. Don't go away. Fox News commentary. I'm Jimmy Fallon, and I'll tell you why Joe Biden's poll numbers are not exactly pumped up. Next. When Natalie was diagnosed with cancer, she took control of her health. When Natalie wanted to help other people with cancer, she became a doctor. When Natalie wanted to make quality care affordable, she became a researcher. When Natalie's patients needed innovative treatments, she found them. Conquer Cancer supports researchers like Dr. Natalie McKenzie, so we can conquer every cancer for every patient everywhere. Cancer research saves lives. Learn more at conquer.org. That's conquer.org. So seven different states are now averaging $5 a gallon for gas. But if you think the gas prices are high, you should meet the people who think Biden's doing a good job. Seriously, the only guy happy with Biden's performance is the guy who made those I did that stickers that people keep putting on gas pumps. Those things are everywhere. That guy's cleaning up. But the problem is going to get worse at the pump before it gets better because nothing the president's proposing would bring down prices. Right now, the price is high because the supply is low, meaning until we produce more energy, we're going to be paying more money. The president likes to blame Vladimir Putin for the cost increase. But the truth is gas had been going up for 14 straight months before Putin invaded Ukraine. And Russia's president didn't declare war on America's fossil fuel industry. America's president did. Biden ran for president on cutting domestic oil production, and the good news is he has. The bad news is he has. And his insistence on blaming everybody but himself is why Biden's poll numbers show that his tank is on empty. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me this afternoon at 3. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you, Sean Hannity. Oh, I wish I could have stayed up last night, uh, and I, I just couldn't. I can only imagine that, and I was doing something during the 8 o'clock hour, so I didn't catch Tucker either. Uh, two shows I really would love to watch every day, and, I mean, it just doesn't fit with my life. Um, but I wish it did. I can imagine. I think Sean maybe in particular, not that Tucker isn't capable of it. He certainly is probably went bananas over this. See, in my case, I'm going to tell you how I process these things. Here's how I look at it. Uh, I got to write somebody something very important, my esteemed program director. Uh, Because Chris helped me with something that I'm absolutely convinced I would not have been able to do without him. So I have to thank him now that I know he's up. He's usually awake early. So here's how I look at it. If you notice, I opened up and I told you, you know, my thoughts. I shared my thoughts. But you don't hear me um, angry, uh, surprised. Uh, I mean, I expected this. Here's what I think is very important. When, and especially when you care. When you care about something, when you care about something and you have absolutely no control of the outcome, we have no control. We have control of what we do. We have control of what we say. 
We can react to anything. We can share our thoughts on social media today in the 7 o'clock hour on the Hurley in the Morning radio program, and I hope that you will. We can do what we can do, but we can't control that. Things that I've worked on over the past 30 years that we've been together, and they make a big difference. Early on, I stopped watching the Sunday talk shows because they did nothing but raise my blood pressure, and I didn't need them. If there was anything newsworthy, I could pick up on it later. I didn't need to watch hour after hour after hour. I think it was like 2 o'clock on a Sunday by the time the last one was done. And one day I came in here and I said to you, you, it's me. I'm never doing that again. I quit cold turkey. I have not watched a Sunday talk show. Not one of them. That's not to say I've never seen a clip or read a transcript if I'm interested in something. But I haven't watched one of them in 25 years. After doing it like five or ten years. Watching this. Oh, this is my job. I have to know, I have to know what's going on. I'm going to know what's going on. So are you. We're more informed than those clowns. I got to watch Robert Byrd use the N-word. Yeah, I said it. I say it again. I got to go watch that. What do I need that for? Nothing happened to him, of course. People that do nothing get canceled. People that do something get, get streets and bridges and schools named after them. It's a sick time. I mean, face it. I saw something yesterday. I'm still vetting it because I can't believe it. I'll cryptically mention it, but I'm not going to report on it with any specificity because I, I can't believe it's true. Now, I have three people telling me it's true that are smart people. But there's evidently a school in California that's going to have a grading system that if you are either African-American or minority, uh, you get a different grading system than other people. How, how in the world, how can that be true? I, I want to just say somebody's trying to punk somebody out. How can that be true? I mean, we, we have this stubborn, persistent document called the Equal Protection Clause, the 14th Amendment of the Constitution of the United States that says you can't treat one person differently than you treat another? You're going to tell me that I get to get a 20 percent grade and I still pass. You might get 69% and fail. And if I misbehave, it doesn't count against me. If I miss school, it doesn't count against me. What are we doing? So that can't be true, but I think it is. But it, but it can't be, right? Here's what I said to you a long time ago when I put Bizarro World together and connected all the dots. It used to be if something sounded so outlandish that it just didn't add up, there's no way it could be true. If you said, I'll go with that's not true. Now, you wouldn't be right 100% of the time, but you probably would have been right about 95% of the time. Really, really, really super high odds. 
near certainty odds that you would be correct. Now, the most bizarre answer wins. I was talking to a water quality specialist yesterday, and I was a certified pool operator a long, long time ago in another lifetime, and I always was fascinated with water chemistry because staying open uh, required me to be so. Or yeah, let me tell you something. If you if the swimming pool in your hotel is shut down and you're the person in charge of that, you're basically fired if the Board of Health comes in and, and you're shut down for water chemistry and all of that, bacteria, whatever the case might be. They come in unannounced and they do an inspection right in front of your eyes. And if it fails, they usually say something like, you know, I'll come back at about 4.30 today, at the, you know, at the end of the day, 3.30, 4.30 in the end of the day and give you another shot and you really have at it and add some chemicals and backwash and vacuum and just do whatever you can. Sometimes you just can't, you can't reverse in, in several hours. Um, so you get shut down. Sometimes you get ordered to drain the entire pool. Then you're talking about several days. And then you're talking about VIPs and patrons that, that would not have the pool while they're on vacation. I mean, it was, a, it was a really big deal. So I was talking to this guy. So he showed me something on a video. And it was a glass of water that was brownish. And there was a glass of water that was crystal clear. Let me save the place right there. Two glasses of water. True story. One was brown. The other was, it looked like it should be like on a resort island with an umbrella, tiny miniature umbrella floating in it, and maybe a little lime or lemon wedge cut perfectly and and on the side of the edge of the the the, uh, the glass, one of them looked absolutely beautiful, and one of them looked like poison. I'll finish the story when we come back. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, and this is Harry Hurley at 32 minutes past the hour. Well, I want to say with three stories that you can follow on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. I want you to follow all of them. Chris's great work, the work that we put up, all the other content creators. I have two major Atlantic City Board of Education breaking news stories. Check them out. My piece on summer 2022, what a critical tipping point moment of truth it is for Atlantic City. And two wonderful food articles, the best hot dogs and a separate one, the best milkshakes. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero. Record heat, gone. An east-southeast wind cooling us down today. Temperatures are tricky to pinpoint with this kind of situation. I'm thinking we see about 70 this afternoon, but places like Millville, Vineland, Salem, closer to 90. We'll see some sun and clouds along the way. Tonight, possible fog, low 62. Partly sunny and 80 tomorrow with late-day thunderstorms likely. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Hey, early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. The first button on your car radio for South Jersey's talk station, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. All right, take my friendly advice uh, for this and then we'll get back to our topic. 
ambient comfort heating and cooling professionals. Yesterday, and I took a picture of it because I, I just was so happy. It was 95 degrees out, and I thought I was going to escape the heat, but there was a, a late errand that I had to do. We'll call it a mission of mercy. And so, you know, my car, if you've listened to the program, it's black on black. So black exterior, black interior. It was hot as blazes when I got in the car and I didn't have time to cool the car off at all. So I got in and it was just hot as can be. But right before I went outside, I looked at our digital thermometer and smart thermometer um, or actually thermostat uh, but there's a thermometer component and there's a weather component and all of this. And we can operate it from the smartphone, which is really terrific because if you go away, you can you can really save energy because you don't have to keep it uh, a certain temperature until you're ready to come back. So anyhow, I look at it, it's 95, but the thermostat is set at 74 and it's exactly 74 in the house. And anybody in the business will tell you that when you get to that kind of extreme heat, if your system isn't up to the task, it would be like 80. It would still be a lot cooler than outside if it's working somewhat, but not efficiently. The system we have, actually, the hotter it gets, there's some like overdrive thing it has. It even does a better job. And I don't want to get it too far into the weeds, but it has this other recovery mode that it goes into to smart recovery or something. So it's actually working to just run as efficient as it can. I walk out. Oh, my God. So so it's exactly like 21 degrees hotter, but even hotter than that because you get in your car. It's it's 100 and something in the car. So. You know. Yesterday told you if your system is working, if it's not, call my friends at Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling Professionals, 609-568-0955, and let them take a look. 609-568-0955. If I've inspired you to call them, tell them Hurley in the Morning sent you. You can reach them as well if you forget the phone number or you didn't have something to write with. Just remember, Ambient ambientcomfortnj.com and you can get there through that. All right, so why was I talking to a water specialist yesterday? Oh, I know why. Because like 25 years ago, we were one or two houses short. Sonny McCullough comes to Harborwood and says, look, we are tearing the entire street up. We can give you city water. I was just so ecstatic. I had never had well water before. And when you have a well, you think it's free, but it's not free. Unless you want to like destroy the pipes in your home and not soften the water. So you, you have to have these systems that control all kinds of stuff. pH, softener. Uh, so you have... The marble that they put in, it's not cheap. And you have to do that several times a year. You need the salt because you need the water softened and all of that. And you need the pH balanced. So I, I don't I don't 
ever play like know-it-all or anything. But the guy is talking to me, and he was really smart. Oh, and oh, by the way, I should have never been putting a new well in at the cost of many, many thousands of dollars because we should have bid on city water, but we needed 70% of the homeowners to agree, and we fell just short, like one or two homes short. Big, big mistake. Big mistake. And almost everybody in Harborwood, we were one of the last ones, um, and it was kind of miraculous. I think we actually didn't need a new well and really needed just a new tank, but I didn't want to start going parts and then if it wasn't the way, you know, if it wasn't right, then you have to go do it anyhow. And you just wind up spending more. And at some point you would need the new well. So we, we got a great almost three decades life out of the well. Can't complain. So, but we should have city water. So if you think about the thousands of dollars that a new well costs and if you're upkeeping your water and keeping it correctly, all the money you spend on all of that, it really was a very foolish decision. I just wish they would have just done it, said we're doing it. But, you know, Sonny was very democratic. And we just fell short, just fell short. I, I have to be honest with you, I didn't run any campaign. I, I guess I could have gone like door to door with the 30 percentile and said, look, you understand, you have to put a well in. And right now the well's 3000 But if you need a well in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, it's going to be $7,000, $8,000. And look at all these expenses we have with salt and all that, unless you want your pipes with pinholes busting through all of them and your bathtubs green from the, the copper and, and everything that the well water and all that high mineral quality stuff does. So Sonny was right, usually is, and uh, we didn't listen, or at least not enough of us listened. Uh, I know how I voted. So I had to put a new well in. So then you have to get this test in the state of New Jersey. In case you don't know this, uh, state of New Jersey is really, I, I don't think it's a bad idea. Uh, this 400-hour test that was very minimus is now an $825 test that, that covers so much, including organisms and, and uh, E. coli and all kinds of things, which is a, a really good idea to know. So this guy out of nowhere shows me a brown glass of water and a crystal clear, beautiful glass of water. This was a virtual experiment. And he said, which, he said to me, which one would you drink? And I went, that one. I didn't even hesitate. I went, that one. He goes, why did you pick that? I said, because that crystal clear one has to have either E. coli or some kind of organisms. It's, it looks too good. I said, I, I, you don't know me. I said, but this is how I make my decisions. The one that looks like it's wrong is always right. I picked the brown poopy water. He goes, that brown water is perfect. He says it just doesn't look appealing. The quality of that water, the pH is perfect. The, there's no organisms in it. It just has a, a, a light, dark, tan, brown color to it. He goes, why did you pick that? I said, well, a long, 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 long time ago, I was a certified pool operator. He goes, oh. he goes you have water chemistry knowledge. I said, yes, I do. I said, but I don't know what you know. I said, I'm not a know-it-all. I know a little. 
He goes, no, no, if you were a certified pool operator, you know a lot. I said, well, but a long time ago. So then he said to me, what's your pH? I said, well, I said, I guarantee you that the pH is between 7 and 7.5. And he said to me, what does the pH need to be for you to pass today? I said, it needs to be 6.5 to 8.5. He said, you are correct. He said, so how do you know you're at the range you said? I said, well, we have a swimming pool. We always keep it between 7.2 and 7.6. And I know pH and I know water chemistry. And I know my fabulous water specialist and the systems that he put in in our home. I said, now I'm going to go even better. I said, I'm not going to give you 7 to 7.5. I guarantee that. I said, I'm going to tell you that it's in around 7.2. This is all sight unseen. And he's got an electric meter, digital meter. So he has a beaker of water from our house. And he puts the element in the, the, the probe. And then I watch the digital thing start going. And all of a sudden it's six. And then it's six point this. And it's 6.8. And it's still going. Still going. Still going. So it finally stopped at 7.16. That's the pH. So the good news is that passed because if your ph fails they have to come back i don't know what that would have cost but you're already out 825 and then they test a bunch of other things that we'll have to wait and see they also tested the chlorine and i knew that was going to be fine Um, but when you get a new well they really hit it hard with chlorine so you have to run uh water for like two or three days before you can even think about showering and we still haven't uh, i don't drink the well water to begin with but a lot of people in our home do um i i just don't i prefer the bottled water but we're not drinking the water until we get the report back in about five to nine days but i'm going to try to find out by the end of the week about the e coli because if the e coli is absent you could brush your teeth, you know, just don't swallow it, you know, wait for the whole report to be back in. But you could start to uh, to do that. We've been showering with it. And uh, one thing I will tell you, the new submersible well pump. Oh, my gosh. I, I haven't had proper water pressure since Ventnor 1995 from 1996 till last week. It was enough. But, oh, this has been, I feel like I'm in a spa now. It's fantastic. But we should have city water. But keep in mind, if you have well water, you stay on top of all these things or you're going to have major problems uh, in your home. The guy also was telling me, it was interesting, he said the state is actually thinking of even upping the water testing safety standards even higher which would take that beyond $825. Look, if you have to do it once and you really never do it again, uh, I don't mind an expense. I mean, the guy was there for a good long while. That's time and money. And they're doing many, many tests. He left with, he had to have left with 10 or more little containers of water that will be tested for all these different things. So it's actually, it's very good to know 
that there's no organisms, there's no E. coli, there's no this, there's no that. Um, but that was fun. I actually uh, called the environmental lab and said, look, whatever the result is, I'm not doing this, you know, because if there's something wrong, you know, I'm the kind of person I want to find it out. So this call is not for anything I'm trying to achieve on my end. I'm going to get whatever result I'm going to get from you in a week or whenever. But I just wanted to commend your employee because it was a pleasure to have him in our home. He was so professional, did such a good job. And I really, I have to say, I really enjoyed his company. I like people and I like smart people. And it was really fun. I learned a lot. And and that's always, you know, what we should be doing. Let me uh, get the last break in, running a little bit behind schedule. You know, when I say I'm late, I'm really not late. I, I go a little bit early so that if I don't go early, then I'm on time. But I, because everything I do is based on time, if I'm on time, for me, that's late. I want to be hurly in the morning. We'll be back. Hurly in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. A guest listener wrote me, uh, and I'll paraphrase it. Maybe he'll call in and speak for himself in the 7 o'clock hour. I completely concur. Uh, And I do want to say that when it's an observation that you make and I'm enlightened, I, I say that. When it's an observation I've already made for myself uh, and it really just reinforces what I've already concluded, I say that. On this occasion, it is the, the, the second and not the first because I totally concur. It's probably a big reason why I could give two hoots. See, I'm not a vicious person. I don't want people to lose their freedom and you know go to jail. I don't know that Sussman would have gone to jail. He probably would have gotten some kind of probation or something uh, or some easy type of, you know, farm and no bars and three three weeks later and a halfway house and next in home confinement. And it would have been very, would have been very cushy, whatever would have happened. You know, it would have seemed like a year, but it would have been like five minutes. Um, but so much did come out. Now, the judge... Durham never would have been able to bring out what Robbie Mook brought out. Some call him Mook. Robbie Mook, uh, he brought out that Hillary Clinton sanctioned the entire operation. That's huge because he was the general campaign chairman. So it's true. Uh, Durham didn't get Sussman because the, the process was corrupt. He had no chance, but so much did come out to expose the Clinton crime syndicate. So it was a big win, even though obviously and you have these fools in the Democrat media saying, oh, Durham's out now. He's done. You know, every his whole, you know, investigations are over. Get that. Get out of here. You, you, you should just spontaneously blow up when you say lies like this. You're so radical. You're so absolutely ridiculous because uh, four people in the jury were were Clinton and Ocasio-Cortez contributors and the judge's wife was Lisa Page's attorney who may as well have been a Clinton 
uh, family member, Lisa Page, uh, and and the uh, the other juror who was spectacularly unbiased that has a daughter that plays on the same team as defendant Sussman's daughter. I mean, you only only Democrats and only in a place like Washington, D.C. Could you ever get anything like this? 609-407-1450. Phone lines are open right now. Let's do this. Wide open forum. Then John Devlin at 8. Illegality, I think, we're going to be talking about. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. Six minutes past the hour. Wide open forum, which you know I adore. I would break into my Frankie Valley. Uh, my eyes adored you. Uh, I love it. I love it so much. 609-407-1450, all this hour long. John Devlin will join us in the 8 o'clock hour. And if you want to get a jump start, go to the app or go to WPGTalkRadio.com and you will read uh, an article that will jump off the pages in terms of... Uh, John Devlin is alleging that the Atlantic City superintendent has approved professional time off. I think they call it like um, PDA or something like that, uh, where you can take a professional day, PDO, a professional day off. But the whole idea is, and they're built into contracts and things like that, but the whole thing is that's to do some train the trainer program to do something that would improve your skill sets as an educator uh it's not for this it's not for the party so go there and you can get a jump start on what we'll be talking about in less than one hour now to your calls at 609-407-1450 welcome to hurley in the morning you're on the air good morning harry it's tom how are you good Listen, um, on the way into work today, uh, just about 10 minutes ago, you were talking about something you had to check out that three sources told you, and you couldn't believe it, about um, if you were in California, if you were a minority, you got um, a different grading system. Yeah, and if you were a discipline problem, it didn't count. It's wiped out. I mean, the things that were said to me, written to me, are so unbelievable that I conclude they must be true. Well, let's let's say that that it is is true, and I hope it's not. But let's say that it is true. Um, then what you're saying is that those students are not equal to to the white students there, so therefore they need extra help. So it goes against everything about equality there. It's it's so it's so absurd and crazy. Yes, uh, yeah, and they're the ones saying it. Uh, and as you know, I'm not saying it because I don't believe that. Uh, Dr. Ben Carson came from as poor a circumstance as you ever could come from. Uh, he didn't need any. He didn't need any of this. And the, the number one uh, pediatric neurosurgeon in the world 
brilliant, uh, incredible. Uh, this is this is just crap. This this stuff. If if and I I put it out as just a speculation until I can prove it. But in one particular district or one particular school, I should say, it appears that that is what they're going to be doing. And if you missed the the quick comment that I made, I didn't confirm it because I'm still working on it. But I mentioned that this was brought to my attention, that they're actually going to be treating people differently. Uh, in other words, if, if 70 is a D and you get a 69, you could fail. Somebody else might get a 19 or a 20 and they may pass. You, If you punch somebody in the face, you might be in the alternative school or kicked out of school. Uh, the other person is not even going to be disciplined. I mean, it that's anarchy, Tom. Oh, it, it is. And, but, you know, and my concern is what goes against everything that, you know, when I was teaching and, you know, involved with, with the Board of Education and everything, saying that, that various groups are not, not equal, and they are equal with opportunities for education in a school district there. And, that, and to, if you really want to foster racial division, it's when you set up a system where if you are one particular race or um, situation, you get um, preference there. And, and that, that would only create, like you said, anarchy and, and really resentment there. And I just hope that, that it is um, false because everybody has the equal chance to, to achieve with hard work. And um, it's just wrong. Yes, sir. I just wanted to. Thank you, Tom. Um, I wanted to wait till seven o'clock, so I didn't cheat. Ah, you're good, in man. There, but I just wanted to bring it in there. Thank you, Tom. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome, Bye. my friend. See ya. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. By the way, Tom will be teeing it off on Friday, June twenty fourth, at the Linwood Country Club for the fifteenth annual Hurley in the Morning Charity Golf Open. We are looking for one more foursome. We we typically, uh, and when I say that, we're just fine at the moment, but. Uh, we lost a foursome. We lost two, both over health reasons, which was very sad. One we've already filled, and we have one opening. So get a hold of me, Harry Hurley at AOL.com, if you would like to enter our tournament. Because what we do, we're a right of first refusal. If you've played in the past, we guarantee you a spot going forward. So there's very rarely an opening because we, we limit the size because we don't have, um, we could put more foursomes out there. We always have many more paid foursomes than we have on the course, but we, we make it that on every par three, there's only one foursome. And on the par four and par, fi- and par fives, there are two foursomes. So we have room for one more without breaking our, our model. If you want to jump in the event, we have room. And I don't think we'll have room for long. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning, boss. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm chugging along here. Good. Home with the punches, buddy. Good. Listen, what did I do for you at resorts? What did Uh, I do? You were hired by me twice to be the health spa manager. Right. Okay, so you got on this water subject today, and it and it just it, it got my memory jogged. I tell him a New Jersey State certified pool and spa operator, and I can tell you now, when them inspectors came in unannounced, they would just go in, 
There was always a guy and a gal because you remember we had the men's and the women's locker room. Yep. And I, I can't, I, you know, they had to go and test it. We had a jacuzzi in the men's side, a jacuzzi in the women's side, remember? Yep. The big one at the end of the pool, the 20 person one at the end of the pool in the dome, under the dome, right? Yes. I had that, I took that over from facilities and started running all that, all the pumps and everything myself. Our facility guys, our, our in-house plumbers didn't even touch it once I got there, okay? I got them to a point where they would come in and it was perfect pH, perfect calcium chloride, per, yeah, perfect uh, chlorine. For example, in a jacuzzi, when it's the state limit is 104 degrees is the max you can have. I used to run ours at like 103.7 degrees. Um, you have to use bromine instead of chlorine because chlorine is rendered inactive after about 90 degrees. So you got to use bromine. But I had them so perfect that I got them inspectors to a point where they would come in and say, hey, Matt, are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, here, sign this. You're good. And they'd leave. They wouldn't even touch it. They came in so many times, and it was perfect. Well, they but- know they know where they have problems, and where they have problems, they have to be very... Um- studious and where they've never had a failed test they don't have to be uh i'm not sure what what happens today because we just live in a in a very different world but um you earn that you earn that through excellence and they can tell you can look you can tell i mean i've i've been to areas where jacuzzis have a brown scum line absolutely makes me sick to see uh you know what i'm talking about it's just terrible right uh but yeah when you do it right uh, you there you know uh, there there are benefits to that you get the benefit of the doubt too i used to i used to drain them every day at four o'clock in the morning the men's and women's side four o'clock four a.m before the women got in the locker room i'd been there scrub the tile and, and put new water in it hit it heat it up and leave and go back out and do my pull duties but uh yeah, it, you're right about water. Water could be a bad thing. People get sick from bad water. Right? Oh. There's a lot of things that can be in water. The guy I talked to yesterday said that, um, for example, the the beautiful crystal clear, because uh, we had a whole conversation about crystal clear doesn't mean clean. Uh, you think it does if if you don't have the background in water chemistry, but it can be horrible organisms and E. coli and problems. Uh, he said that if you had taken a drink of the the clear uh, sample, uh, oh, you would be so sick, so sick. And some people actually die. Most people resolve, but some people die from E. coli. It's no joke. Yeah, well, if you have an underlying condition or something, and you drink some bad water, it could it can happen. There, can there happen. are so many people. I'm I'm one of them. Uh, I don't go into jacuzzis. Uh, at any resort that I stay in, I would go in the jacuzzi at the resort that I worked because I know who's doing what and you just have a level of confidence. Uh, but when I see these um, jacuzzis at hotels and things like that, and I used to love that. It's very comfortable and it feels great and the jets massage you and all these things. Uh, it's wonderful. The heat feels good, all of it. But if you don't have confidence that it's clean, and you feel like you're going to get some type of staph infection or some kind of, you know, some kind of bad uh, situation, 
I just stay away from that kind of stuff now. Yeah, well, you're right about that. Well, there's a lot, as you know, there's a lot of corners cut these days uh, for a lot of reasons. Staffing shortages, uh, expense. For for those who don't know, even back then, I remember the line item because I was responsible for it. Chemicals were very expensive even back then, and and it's always relative in terms of inflation and such. Uh, So it's obviously very expensive now. But there's just certain things you, you can't cut quarters uh, corners on. And I remember whether it was the Golden Nugget Resorts or the Trump Castle Casino Resort by the Bay. We had a storage room that was – it was like like you could have been a pool company. We had pH raise. We had pH lower. We had the bromine sticks. If we had to shock, we had the powder. Uh, we had – at different times, diatomaceous earth, and then we went to high-rate sand filters. And all this stuff is not cheap. You know, keeping something perfect is expensive. Right, Barry. Yeah. We had the diatomaceous earth at resorts when I was with you. And then when we went to the castle, uh, we had the the, the high-rate filters. Well, I'll tell you why we made the switch, Matt. The diatomaceous earth to, to this day will clean the highest, best particulate, particulative matter out of a pool. It's the best, still is the best. But the high-rate sand filters were so good, and it was so nominal, the actual difference, that it was worth it. And I will tell you now, Matt, and we have it at my home, once they perfected the cartridges, the Haywood cartridges or whatever the, the type of um, filtration system is, we have four large cylindrical-shaped cartridges. You don't backwash the entire summer season. You don't have to touch it. It's amazing, this, this new uh, iteration. And that's not that new. We've been personally using the cartridge system at, at our home for, it's got to be 15 or more years. And it just does a beautiful job. We had diatomaceous earth at, at my home before we switched to the cartridge system. So pretty much that's what everybody does now. I don't, I don't know of anyone. Now, of course, and you know this, resorts had something that was absolutely amazing. And I'm late for the break, Matt, so I got to go on this. Uh, we had a pipe directly to the Atlantic Ocean and had a saltwater pool. Uh, that is amazing. Anyone that's ever been in a saltwater pool... You're totally buoyant. You flat. You just lay on. Like some people can lay on their back and float in a typical swimming pool, and and you you might not think there's anything remarkable about this statement. But if you go to a saltwater pool, ah, I th- for example, um, there's one in Cape May that I love, uh, and you just you just effortlessly just float on your back in the salt water. It just makes you buoyant. Good uh, walk down memory lane, Matt. I enjoyed it. Thank you. 609-407-1450. Your phone calls continue after Sean Hannity and a brief early in the morning timeout. You're listening to WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station, all because of you. We know it, and we thank you for it. John Devlin from the Atlantic City Board of Education, uh, and he is he's dropping the gauntlet on something that he contends is illegal that's happening with the Atlantic City Public Schools Administration. 
Get ready for that coming up in about 50 minutes from now. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. The importance of a strong America is critical to every man, woman, and child, not only in this country, but around the world. Because we are the shining city on a hill. We are the light in what is a very brutal, very dark, in many places, very evil world. There's a lot of evil that goes on in, in the world. You don't believe me? You know, go back to the last century. About 100 million human souls killed. Communism, Mao, China, Stalin, the former Soviet Union, the killing fields in Cambodia, Nazism, fascism, Imperial Japan. You get the point? Evil exists all around the globe. The force that has pushed back evil more than any other one force is us, the United States of America. Check out the Sean Hannity Radio Show later today, right here. You know, shortages and inflation are forcing many of us to stay local this summer. Now, that's not a bad thing if you have a Michael Phelps swim spa by Master Spas in your backyard. Just go to masterspas.com, enter the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner, and you could save up to $1,000 off your Master Spa. They have solutions for any size, backyard, or budget, and trust America's largest built hot tub and swim spa brand. The only one you need to know, masterspas.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Pfizer. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins this afternoon at 1. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And your calls at 609-407-1450, 27 minutes past the hour. John Devlin coming up in about 35 minutes, and he's going to be dropping the hammer on something that's going on. There's a couple things. I mean, probably a couple thousand things come to think of it, but... They want to spend $10 million on something uh, colossally stupid. Uh, And we report about that. And we also have the story how they want to hand out professional days off with pay. But they're, they're not going to be doing the things that you have to do in order to qualify for a taxpayer paid professional day off with pay. But why should we expect less? Look at the uh, look at the dysfunctionality that we're talking about. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Morning, Harry. You know, uh, talking about the school thing, uh, we've heard now for several years about uh, certain school districts where um, there's, they no longer have detention, um, and, and they have been curtailing certain uh, punishments because they say it disproportionately affects uh, brown and black children, children of color. So then what, in essence, they are saying is that brown and black children create most of the disciplinary problems in the school. So I ask, who are the racists? But you, you've heard about this uh, grading on a curve. That goes back years, right? Grading on oh, a yeah. curve? Yeah, So So you, so you, so you, uh, you took the... the, the but I will tell you, though, what I didn't mind, and I was a benefactor of this a couple of times when I was a student, 
and usually the teacher took it on the chin. If the whole class did bad on something, then what they did sometimes was either you retook the test or they did a curve and everybody benefited. See, I don't have a problem because here's my belief. I don't know if you agree. If an entire class messes up an assignment, it's the teacher. If a couple of people mess up, they didn't do their homework, they didn't study, they failed the test, it's the student. So good teachers, whenever everybody failed, you know, short of objective, uh, the teacher took it on the chin. So the grading on a curve where they would say, wow, you know, something just didn't go right here. So here's the curve for this. So you might have gotten a 75 and you might have wound up getting the equivalent of like a high B, an 85 or something. I have no problem with that. Uh, I have a big problem, though, if they're picking people by how they look or by ethnicity and they're saying if you punch somebody in the face, you don't even get discipline for it. There's nothing in your file about that. You don't get suspended. Nothing happens. You don't go to the alternative school. Uh, you just get to – now, what, what, what will that create in a classroom when you can do anything uh, if, you, if you just don't go to school? Uh, it's not held against you. I don't know how they do that because we have requirements that you have to attend 180 days. So how can you say attendance doesn't matter? And then, of course, uh, I think something like 20% is a passing grade, whereas for some students, 70 might be a failing grade or a D. Uh, that I'm totally opposed to. Okay, so grading on a curve, when we were in school, it was based on, let's just use the, the word talent, the, the, the least talented uh, people in the class versus the most talented in the class, and you grade it on the curve. What they're doing now is they're not basing it on the whole class, they're basing it on the people of color. So what they're saying is that we're grading on a curve based on color. So again, they are saying that the black and brown children are not as talented uh, 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 opposite of what joe biden said that poor kids are just as right you know anyway so what again i ask who are the racists so this is what's been called the soft bigotry of low expectations you just automatically expect that black and brown children are not going to do as well so instead of helping them to do better you 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 give them a pass you maintain the status quo and then you continue to do what you've done for the past 60 years destroy the black community, ensuring that the next generation will grow up unable to compete in the workplace because they are not properly educated, and they will therefore have to turn to the government for subsidies in order to support themselves, and then they'll vote for the Democrats who give them the subsidies. This, is, this has been going on for 60 years. They, they have no vested interest in helping black children do better. Because if they don't do better, and they, you know, we have the fatherlessness problem, that, that's a general thing, but it's more acute in, in the black and, uh, community. So they want this, Harry. They want this because un, poorly educated children will grow up to be poorly educated adults who cannot compete and therefore need government subsidies to survive. Okay? So that's what's going on here. And this thing about you're, you're not showing up to school. Andy, hold on. Don't go away. I, I have a hard break that I have to attend to. We'll finish this up in just a moment. Don't go away. And then we'll get to the rest of your calls at 609-407-1450.
This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And it's Harry Hurley at 32 minutes past the hour with three stories that you can follow. It's probably going to be five on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Two major Atlantic City Board of Education stories. You can check them out right now. One of them leads uh, the website and the app. Summer 2022, I write about what a critical time, what a tipping point moment of truth it is for Atlantic City. And two great food articles, one on the best hot dogs that made me eat two hot dogs yesterday and the best milkshakes in Atlanta County. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero. Two days of unsettled weather ahead of us here. Periods of sun and clouds today turning unseasonably cool thanks to a wind blowing off the ocean. I think we'll average about 70 this afternoon. Cool spot right at the beaches. Fog is possible tonight with a low of 62. Tomorrow, partly sunny to start. High of 80. Thunderstorms roll in late day. Friday looks great. Sunny, breezy, and 78. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Download every Hurley in the Morning program as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. 39 minutes past the hour. Let's give Andy an opportunity to finish up, and then we'll get to your calls at 609-407-1450. John Devlin, coming up in 25 minutes, we have Sean Steitler in today's 9 o'clock hour. Andy, finish up. Well, Harry, I, I want to give you a statistic, and it dovetails with what we were talking about. Larry Elder last night, uh, it's an FBI statistic, that um, of these mass, uh, we've seen these mass shootings, and, and they, they keep saying white, white supremacy, white supremacy. Now, whites make up 63% of the population, but they account for 54% of the mass shootings, so they are, they are underrepresented. Blacks are only 13% of the population, but they account for 17% of the mass shootings. So they're overrepresented. And when you really break it down, 13% is all blacks. You know, women and women and children and old men aren't going around committing mass shootings. It's generally the young men. So you would have to say it's more like 6% of, of, of the black men are committing 17% of these mass shootings. Now, when you purposely destroy, and I believe this with every fiber of my being, that the Democrats have purposely, intentionally sought to destroy the black community and cause these problems in order to make them dependent. And they've been promising to fix the problems for 60 years, but if they fix the problems, the people might not necessarily feel compelled to vote Democrat. So they need to keep the problems going in order to then promise to fix the problems in order to then try to get the people to vote for them. And they have for all of these years. The, the black community votes Democrat. Now, you know, if you look at children who, instead of trying to help them do better in school... Andy, give me a second. I don't dispute anything you said. It's provable. That's That's the Democrat playbook. They want to keep their entire electorate, not just one segment, the entire electorate dependent upon them because then they, they continue to keep power. There was something that was very magical, though, and the Democrats got in the way of it because they saw, oh, my gosh, we're, we're out of power forever. 
if this actually takes root. During the Trump presidency, African-Americans enjoyed the highest wages, highest levels of employment, and that goes to every other ethnicity, race, creed, color throughout America. The Democrats got in the way of that. And if you remember, there was a point in time where Trump had an unbelievable amount of support in the African-American community. That's when the Democrats systematically, insidiously went on an offensive to run a campaign that Donald Trump is a racist. Harry, I'm going to do Ronald Reagan now. Well, there you go again. You're leading me where I want to go. Good. Donald Trump, tell me about this statistic. You you might know this, remember this better than I do, that, that Donald Trump got more of the black vote than any anyone since 1960? Correct. Okay, so look at what's happening. The Democrats are watching this interloper, Republican, take away the vote that they took for granted for 60 years. And when he was taking away their vote, he was taking away their power. That's why they had to destroy him. Donald Trump was fulfilling and fixing all of the broken promises that the Democrats had been making for 60 years. In four years, Donald Trump was fulfilling those promises. Yeah, and a shame of the pandemic, shame that that happened, and also the Democratic campaign to to uh, to stain President Trump that he's something he's not, uh, because there's no doubt, there's no doubt there were tremendous, tremendous, incredible inroads made. Andy, uh, exceptional call. 609-407-1450, open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Hello. Hello to you. Hey, how you doing, Harry? Good, good. Thanks for asking. Good. Hey, I have something completely, a completely different subject. Um, I have an idea for what we can do to try to supply... Uh, a police officer, an armed guard, whatever you want to call them, in every school in America, eventually, in the long term. I don't think anybody's looking at where all these people are coming from. Um, If we could get our vocational schools to offer a major, let's call it, like they offer carpentry, plumbing, electricity, whatever, if they could offer one in school security, so that some student who might be interested in a career, not just a part-time job, in school security, they could start at that level and get some sort of certificate or something on their diploma when they graduate from high school that would be an entry-level type thing to a community college program where they could get further training and more training. We could actually get pipeline of people who are certified in school security i like that i like that and i and and i if you're andrew i'm harry i took a call last week from a veteran who said there are so many veterans out here and he said and i'm one of them that i would love to go into a local school and just be there to be able to help that's another area where we could tap that that is so um vibrant and available And let me make one other point to what you were saying. You could actually, and it's happening now in in other areas, you can earn college credits while you're in high school right now. 
if you do certain things, take certain courses and things, this could be paired so that while you're in high school, you're earning, obviously, your credits to graduate high school, but also simultaneously earning college credits. And I think this is a category that could be very, very um, viable. I, I, it's probably such a good idea that the elected officials will never let it happen. That's how good I think it well, is. The thing, the, the thing that I, I think should be emphasized about the idea is that this turns being a school security person yeah. into a career. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Now, I, I, I don't know. I, there's a lot of parameters, I mean, in, in order to, to truly be uh, paramilitary, you know, a police department within the school and carry a weapon and these different things. Because I really think, I don't know if you agree, because some people think that you can have people that aren't armed. You have to be armed. You cannot be a sitting duck for these people coming in with the firepower that they have. So we need armed protection in these schools and bad actors need to know. I love, I don't know if you've seen this guy and I'm sure the Democrat channels don't show him, but I've seen him about three times in the past three weeks on the Fox News channel, even before the most recent uh, attack, mass shooting. This guy said that if you come into our schools, we are going to shoot you dead. We are gonna fill you with so many holes we have to create something like the guy that walked into the movie theater and I forget if it was California or wherever it was, he knew. I mean, we're the only dopes in the world that, that post signs gun free school zone. So the only person with a gun is the bad guy. It's all backwards. Right. Yep. Uh, I agree. We, we, we need to make sure that they're on, um, they should probably carry, you know, a sidearm and a taser, both. Who knows which one they might need to use. But if this could be turned into a pipeline of people who are making a career doing school security, um, maybe we could get somebody at every school eventually who's trained and certified. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I would want something already in place on top of it because they're obviously very young. They're 18-ish. And and you want some experience as well. So maybe they would be able to work under sort of like an apprentice type deal and then grow into it. Uh, how like departments have specials and then they go, you know, they do a good job. And then over a period of time, they ultimately can become a full blown police officer. So I think a hybrid of what we're talking about, they couldn't be the only force, but they could be, I think, a good feeder system. Well, when they when they come out of high school, out of Votech school, that's what their certificate or their diploma yeah. gets them. I love. Hey, listen, I love it. Let you and I talk again. I, I love how you think. I think it's a great idea. Like I said, it might be too good. When something's too good, your elected officials avoid it like the plague. It's too good, but I like it. I like it a lot. Have a good day. Oh, also, one of the little just uh, sort of fly in the ointment is a lot of academia is very liberal and they probably wouldn't like this idea very much, but I like it a lot. Uh, call me again sometime. I got to run. More of your calls coming up in just a few minutes. This is Hurley in the Morning on South Jersey's number one news talk station, all because of you and we know it. WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
Life is hectic here in South Jersey, but one thing you don't have to worry about is missing the information you need while you're running around doing a zillion things. That's why WPG Talk Radio 95.5 brings you everything you need to know in six minutes at the top of every hour. National headlines from Fox News Radio, South Jersey News, and your local AccuWeather forecast all in six minutes. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Sean Hannity this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Five minutes before the top of the hour. Caller, your mic is on. Let me say two things really quick. I need 15 or 20 seconds. There's an all-New Jersey number one broadcast team for Fox News for football. Replacing Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, New Jersey's own Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson. That's pretty cool. Secondly, and I'll talk about this when I have more time. I don't now because I want your calls to get in first. Uh, it looks like Ray Liotta's hometown in New Jersey is going to name a baseball field after Ray Liotta. I think that's pretty cool. Caller, you're on the air. Go right ahead. Good morning, Harry. How you doing? Very well. Thank you. Okay, here's the scoop. Yeah. Uh, in the old Top Gun. Yes. Mavericks on the back of Mavericks flight jacket. There was a large patch on the top. It had the American flag, the uh, United Nations flag. Oh, don't, and, and please, make it a trivia question. Make it a trivia question. Your boy is prepared. Your broadcasting, your train broadcasting specialist knows that Taiwan is represented on that patch, on that jacket. And I am pleased to report that Tom Cruise saw to it that the Taiwan reference was put back on it. it there was going to be that typical you know kowtow to china stuff peter did i read your mind is that what you were going to talk about yes see and see? you know something uh it, it, it's disgusting when politics dictates dictates our entertainment well look we see what the nba and these other lebron james and these other you know freaks uh, how they have nothing to say about China, but they'll they'll trash Trump. They'll trash our country. I thought it was a great move by Tom Cruise to not remove that from the from the uh, the fighter jacket. OK, have a blessed day. You too, my friend. See you, Peter. See how I have to know my uh, my product knowledge to be able to uh, speak to you fine people. Welcome to early in the morning. You're on the air. Uh, yes. Good morning. These are not a string of un, uh, of uh, unilaterally unrelated incidences. That mean that being uh, coincidences. Coincidences are rare. This back to back stuff that's happening. It's no surprise what's happening in California. They're dumbing down the educational system to accommodate black and Latino kids, which is a slap in the face of those kids. But that's no surprise because the uh, the uh, black middle class was up and coming post World War II, and actually with Dr. King's uh, civil rights marches, they were even even more motivated. So and, they and incidentally, and were Republicans. Dr. King yeah, was a Republican. Pierre Hollingsworth was a Republican. Yeah. Uh, something happened around the time of the Civil Rights uh, Amendment, and Republicans largely made that happen when you had people like Al Gore, uh, his dad, Al Gore Sr., and other Democrats fighting against it. But they flipped, they flipped the script and Democrats who were the party of the KKK flipped it 
the other way around. It's it's pretty fantastical what they accomplished. Well, the thing is, is that there's powers that be that I believe they don't want a middle class period, black, white, or brown, and they'll do anything to stop it from from uh, you know, from rising up. Yeah, you know, th- this is a very good point, and we'll let's further this the next time we talk. You you won't be at the end of the hour. We'll we'll have more time to delve into this. I totally agree with you. This is Democrats. They want to keep everybody down. This is not. There's no um, selectivity here. They want to keep everybody down, needing them. You don't have to work. That's why Nancy Pelosi did that whole speech. You don't have to work if you don't want. That's why they want guaranteed income. They want you to be able to vote the Treasury and keep voting for them. And it is true. It isn't just one race, creed, color, ethnicity. They want to keep everybody down. John Devlin joins us next. Two hot topics next. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. It's almost seven minutes past the top of the hour. John Devlin from the Atlantic City Board of Education is here. Now, who knows what else could come up, but there's two items that I absolutely want to address. The first is a follow-up to what is turning out to be a very well-read story on the app, on our website, WPGTalkRadio.com, titled Atlantic City School Board Wants to Spend $10 Million. And then I have a picture on this, and we have a picture of the New Jersey Avenue School. Incidentally, what a historically beautiful building that they allowed to um, deteriorate. Really, it it's, should be criminal. It's such a beautiful building. When you look at the architecture, it's grand. It's got great lines. It's really, truly magnificent. And there is a scheme, though, to tear it down, build something else. But before you do that, spend millions to do leasehold improvements that Atlantic City will get nothing out of. Uh, So it just seems like it's just a spend, spend, spend uh, philosophy right now. John, is it? I can tell when things are going crazy in the Atlantic City public school system. I don't want to say the Atlantic City Board of Education because there are a number of members on the board who have not lost their minds, uh, who know that there's a lot of bad stuff right now. But I know when things are going bad by the volume of teachers and supportive staff that reach out to me uh, to give me information. There, This is a... This is a very bad moment in the Atlantic City Public Schools, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely disturbing, Harry. Um, the amount of money um, that's being spent, the uh, no accountability, no transparency, no communication. Uh, it's you know, it's 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 ludicrous. It's uh, and for the state to stand by and let stuff like this go on um, is to me. Um, and John, this is the answer I want to get. I remember when Chris Christie was in office. 
you actually had a state monitor. Now it looks like there's just a state monitor in name only. Well, you know, the state monitor we have is a fiscal uh, state monitor. She's very um, clear about that. And, um, I mean, obviously, uh, ripping a building down that's been here for almost 100 years that has a lot of culture behind it, I, you know, outside of being an awesome historic building, it also is very historically in, the, in our community. So just to tear it down and rebuild, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I really don't. I've questioned it for years. It was to a point where, you know, the former superintendent will let anybody go in there. They didn't want us to go in there. They didn't want us to see, you know, obviously the building in disrepair, you know, how things were left, resources were left behind and not utilized. And, you know, to come up with some scheme to knock this thing down and rebuild it for $10 million is is crazy. And there was neglect, I mean, in terms of insurance was allowed to lapse or with the, um, the damage because of Superstorm Hurricane Sandy, that all would have been covered, wouldn't it have? Absolutely. Um, you know, somebody uh, didn't do their job, um, and there was no insurance. And, they, you know, a lot of Atlantic City was damaged during that Sandy Storm. And here we are with our pants down with no insurance. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it did, it did have a lot of insurance uh, issues. I mean, damages as far as the weather, but um, it was never, ever remediated you know it was never cleaned up it was never turned into something else i mean there's a need for that building here so so john do me a favor break down the money that's going to be spent to whatever extent you know who knows exactly what until they do it but uh how much is being spent on the space that you rent for more than five hundred thousand dollars a month then of course the 10 million to tear down and rebuild uh this is (laughs) it's getting expensive Right. It's kind of like if you don't spend the money, we're going to lose that money. That's the mentality. So if you take and I challenge you, Harry, and I know you're in a district, uh, I challenge you to walk through the, the administration building. We own, we rent two floors there. And when I tell you they've renovated it, um, it, it to the extreme, they're building glass fixtures and enclosures and new flooring throughout the whole building. I mean, millions of dollars in upgrades. And here we're renting this place. And supposedly we have a plan to spend another $10 million to knock down New Jersey Avenue School and, and put administration going. I just think we're throwing a lot of good money at bad money here. We don't own this building. Let me also ask you this, John, because I learned this from you a while back. Enrollment is declining, but yet it seems like administration is expanding. I've been screaming this for years. Um, you know, we have, well, I'll put you, I'll put challenge you again. Our old administration building located on Ohio Avenue, which we own for 100 years. We can't go back in there. Why not? It's too small. That's the problem. <laughs> you know, for the last couple of years, population in Atlantic City, as well as the student population, has gone down. Yeah, it's not too small. There's just too many smalls right now. But it's not too small. And there's also space I um, mentioned in my article on our app and at WPGTalkRadio.com, which already a lot of people are reading and Please continue to read it uh, throughout the day if you haven't been on the app or the website yet. Uh, there's space at Atlantic City High School. Why, why not use space you have that is there and is available as opposed to spending all this money that doesn't need to be spent? 
Agreed. Um, you know, we could go into a small building that we can buy, and then if our administration is too big, let's put those directors and supervisors, put them in, out in the field where they belong. They belong at the high school. They belong in different schools. The high school, we have wings that we don't use over there. We don't utilize over there. That was a that was actually a direction we took from the former um, state monitor. Is you know, put a, put some directors, put some supervisors at the high school, and utilize those empty buildings and those empty offices. But, um, you know, it's just like anything else in, in one year out the other. And unfortunately, it's the taxpayers that have to front this burden um, moving forward. If you're just joining, it's John Devlin from the Atlantic City Board of Education on the first of two very important issues that we're going to be covering this hour with John. This is the uh, scheme to spend millions to make leasehold improvements at the city center building. So that's for somebody else. I, I love that it'll be fantastic when they leave and then spend $10 million or whatever uh, to tear down and to build new. Uh, th- this is just absolutely crazy. Is there a timeline? Is this money already appropriated? Is this money approved? Or is this just a, um, a proposal at this point? No, it's, it's, it, was, it was a line item in the budget, which, by the way, and I'm going to make it clear, I did not support the budget, uh, it was in the budget. It was very, uh, lack of transparency was evident because uh, board members are confused about it. I mean, the budget is, we have a lot of new board members and the budget is very complicated. If you don't you know know what you're doing or have done this before, you could get lost in there. And that building was in there. That's the spending of $10 million on the new administration building it was in our last year's budget. Wow, amazing. Uh, quick yeah. break, we'll be back. Much more with John Devlin right after this. I am Hurley in the morning. This is Hurley in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. 20 minutes past the hour. After the halftime break, we're going to finish up the first item now. After the halftime break, do not go away. Because when we come back, we're going to be bringing up an issue that I believe uh, will have to spawn a serious investigation because the the propriety of it uh, has to be drawn into question. We'll give you the details coming up right after the bottom of the hour break on the second item. Again, if you want to get a, a running start, uh, we've written extensively about both of these items on the app, which is also accessible at wpgtalkradio.com on the first issue john wouldn't you think all right so you're going to do this 10 million dollar gambit wouldn't you think that you would immediately stop spending in the city center building i mean it's not like the place is falling apart or anything why would you be doing leasehold improvements in space that you're leaving it doesn't make any sense, and it reminds me of the bus station of old. It reminds me of the bus station in Atlantic City, replacing the doors and doing all kind of work with it when it was going to get knocked down anyway. And then, remember, it got knocked down a second time. <laughs> they, tore, they tore it down twice. It's really incredible stuff. Only, it really, gives Atlantic City this, this well-earned reputation for this kind of just incredulous behavior. Now, just to recap, the 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 beginning of the small administration it's not going too well john you've got the stockton debacle 
kicking Stockton out of Atlantic City, which is atrocious. Uh, and they're in Brigantine, as you know, because after all, uh, it's in writing. It says you have to leave ASAP. I think it even spelled it out as soon as possible. Uh, please leave as soon as possible because we're going to be using the boathouse more. So Stockton has to leave. And they have a great home now in Brigantine, which is really um, sad that the Atlantic City Board allowed this to happen. It's terrible. It's really indefensible. But then a short while later, we're then able to break the news that they're giving the building away to the city. I mean, they're not using it more. Is there any evidence that that building is being used more? Absolutely not. There's nothing. That building is quiet. And um, outside of what we, our rowing team, uh, uses it for and a few other uh, outside, you know, outside of what we do in the school district. Yeah, it's it. It's, I mean. So uh, what was, John, were we ever going to know? Nothing happens for no reason. Stockton, they were very good, um, you know, neighbors. Uh, I remember there was some damage. Stockton paid for it. I don't even think they did the damage. Uh, they had all those ergometers. They did all kinds of things. Uh, they worked very well with the crew team. Anybody else that was using the space, there were no conflicts. Somebody wanted them out. Isn't that apparent? Absolutely. There's a higher power working here that has plans for that building one way or another. And, that, you know, you don't have to be a genius to figure that one out. Is that, is that, seriously, it was Jim Whalen's clubhouse, and, and Marty is a Jim Whalen um, protege. Is this Marty Small's? sort of cigar smoking uh clubhouse is i mean is 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 that going on is that is this what this is about <laughs> i mean your guess is as good as mine um you know i think um it was a poor decision to let stockton leave there they were a partner of ours for many many years and even poor decision is to leave that build idle or use it for non-school district events I mean, $270 million investment in Atlantic City, and they, they have to go to Brigantine when there is a multi-million dollar boathouse that's not being used? I mean, it's come on already. This is like begging for some kind of oversight or investigation, or somebody's got to do something about this kind of stuff. No, I agree with you. It's, it's sad to see that. And you know what's even sadder, too, is our staff. We have amazing staff, amazing teachers here, best in the state. No doubt. It's just a combination of poor decisions. And this transition from the old superintendent, who was horrific, to this new one um, has been uh, turbulent. I mean, very bad poor decisions, combination of poor decisions. And it's like anything else. It trickles down. You have teachers that are you know, discontent. I get reached out all the time by teachers and staff members and administrators just frustrated you know what's the happenings of going what's going on in Atlantic City uh, school district it's really sad and I I want to tell the staff and I want to tell administrators just hang in there we're watching some people are watching and this can't go on forever so before we go to the bottom of the hour break um anything more relative to New Jersey Avenue school that you haven't had a chance to update you know, Harry, I, I'm, I've been around uh, a long time in this district, and that is an amazing school. We have a, a ton of culture there. There's a ton of heritage there. To simply knock that building down without even trying to sell it or create a community center or even renovate it and put an administration building in there at probably a, a tenth of the cost is, to me, is just being 
you know, not doing your dirt job diligently. No, I, I agree. And until I put the photos together, John, you know, it is one of those things out of sight, out of mind. I hadn't seen the um, New Jersey Avenue school in a number of years or taken a good look. When I put the photos together for the piece, and I do encourage our listeners because there, uh, there's direct information uh, in that piece that we haven't addressed on air, uh, check that out. But it's a it's a fantastic building. Yeah, it's it, that building is really the architecture. You know, it's close to 100 years old. The architecture in that building, the floors, the walls. Uh, the chalkboards, I mean, a chalkboard made in the 20s is, to me, an amazing. One, it lasted 100 years, and two, it just everything was done by handmade. Just to run over that with a bulldozer without looking to get back because, you know, you want something new and you have some, uh, you know, funds uh, available to you, I just don't think that's that's proper planning. And I tell you, the, the brick pointing and everything, the exterior and some of the, the detail um, in the stonework and things, the exterior of the building is also incredibly, I mean, neat and, and obviously historic. Yeah, it's amazing. I challenge anybody to take a ride around that building. It really has some 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 heart there. And, the you know, just what's the old saying? They don't build them like you used to. Definitely no. don't build schools like that anymore because they're... Well, well think know. what that building has been through. That building has been through the March storm of 62, multiple hurricanes... Hurricane Superstorm Sandy, maybe the worst ever, even though it did sort of change path and spare us a bit. And unfortunately, that building did take a lot of water from Superstorm Sandy, didn't it? Yeah, it sure did. And, you know, there's a basement in there, and I know it took on some water down here. And, you know, it it wasn't even if with no insurance, we should have addressed that. We should have had pumps there. We should have spent money. We spend money on everything else. We should have made and spent money and made plans to get that uh, ratified, eradicated because that, that that's a, a building that, you know, by the way, it's an atomic based building. Um, there's a, it's a lot to that building that I believe it should stand. John, before we get to the, the bottom of the hour break in a few minutes and then we're going to switch gears to a very important topic that I, I believe uh, there needs to be a, a serious investigation into because it's it's completely wrong what's what's going on right now in in a second area that we're going to cover with john devlin after the bottom of the hour break but let me ask you to explain all i was a board member as you know for two terms we never used the doctrine of necessity one time in two full terms that i was on the board your board has used it at least six or seven times maybe eight this year and we'll be using it at least again before the end of this year uh is this as simple as so many board members have impossible conflicts because they have family members that are employed in the district, they can't even vote on the budget or on other things? What is up? And then, of course, even if you use the doctrine of necessity because of conflicts of interest, you don't need to give your board members a handful of hours and have some meeting that's not even properly advertised. There was no emergency. We, we You know, we reported extensively on air and on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 digital platform about this issue, there was no emergency that the, the sunshine law, you know, the, the, the responsibility to post a certain period in advance so the public knows that there's going to be a board meeting. What's going on with all this Rumpelstiltskin stuff? Well, 
it's, it's, it's the first for me. I mean, um, besides the doctor necessity, we've had about six or seven um, emergency meetings, or special meetings, they call it, um, to address certain things. I mean, I've never, you know, people have said it's a voluntary position. We love what we do. We want to help and work with the kids, but we do have lives on the outside here. You know, th- last month alone, we had three board meetings. I mean, uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just, again, you know, piss poor planning, Harry. I'm not sure, but it's not, um, it's not healthy. It's not healthy um, to have board members, um, you know, especially we do have a lot of conflicted board members. We have board members that are directly conflicted with immediate family members uh, that are uh, our staff here, which again, you know, that's not really a good makeup of a board. It's not a good chemistry of a, to have a board like that. No, I mean, when you can't have a, you don't even have a majority that, you know, that can vote on the budget. I mean, it's just terrible, but it really does go to show you though, that it really is. It's, 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 it's a hand, it's, a, there's an organization, uh, of people that they're running an employment, a family and friends employment agency out of the board of education and the city administration, both under the two smalls. I mean, am I lying, John? No. And, and also it, it creates an environment where you have board members that, you know, are, can be controlled. Would you give a board member that wants to speak his mind? You'd think that this administration wouldn't be retaliatory against that board member. What do you think, Harry? You don't think they would step in and, and you know, if a board member spoke out of turn or didn't agree or didn't vote on their agenda? You don't think that they would, you know, this whole administration now? So I think it's just it's a bad environment to have, you know, uh, board members with immediate family working there because, unfortunately. Right. Even if you have enough to conduct business, you are conflicted yourself and you really do. um abdicate your objectivity your ability to be independent is what i meant to say because if your spouse has a job or your children have jobs or whatever siblings whatever uh you you have to tow their company line because this is a this is a group they expect 100 percent uh conformity you're not allowed to deviate usually people are like hey yeah, God, if you're with me 80% of the time or something, you know, you know, you're my friend, you're not an enemy. This is a group that if you stray one time, you're done. Dunsville. So yeah, we know. And we know there's litigation coming about how uh, an employee was treated recently. Uh, maybe we can cryptically get into a little bit of that uh, because I understand there's just a line of lawsuits, not to mention the Phil Eisenstein one that ultimately is going to be very expensive. I mean, you, you, you've had people they allow to stay that have done horrific things. And this guy, he did nothing except help a kid that was getting bullied, break up a fight, and they, they ruined this guy. I mean, it, it's, what, what you are surrounded by, John, is the equivalent of human feces. These are some of the most horrible people that I've ever seen. How anybody could have ever done what they did to Phil Eisenstein, to this day, it just is amazing to me. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Don't go away. And when we come back, we'll shift gears to another unfortunate topic, uh, sadly, Dateline Atlantic City with John Devlin from the Atlantic City Board of Education. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And it is Harry Hurley at 32 minutes past the hour with three stories. It's actually five that you can follow right now. 
on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Two major Atlantic City Board of Education breaking news stories. They're up. You can check them out. We're talking about them uh, in real time now with John. Summer 2022, a critical tipping point moment of truth for Atlantic City. I explain why. And two lighthearted, fun articles, two food items, the best hot dogs. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Record heat, gone. An east-southeast wind cooling us down today. Temperatures are tricky to pinpoint with this kind of situation. I'm thinking we see about 70 this afternoon, but places like Millville, Vineland, Salem, closer to 90. We'll see some sun and clouds along the way. Tonight, possible fog, low 62. Partly sunny and 80 tomorrow with late-day thunderstorms likely. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Your home could be worth... WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's talk station. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. 1450 AM, South Jersey's talk station. South Jersey's number one talk station, all because of you, and we know it, and we thank you. We're visiting with newsmaker John Devlin on the Hurley in the Morning Newsmaker Hotline. John is a retired Atlantic City police officer. He is the former immediate past chairman of the Atlantic City Municipal Utilities Authority, totally politically retaliated against and uh, taken out of his position there. Got to give it to you, John. It, it, 250 years, whatever we, we've got going here. Uh, you're the only person in the history of the United States of America to be taken down during your term of office uh, the way that Marty Small and his gang did that. Uh, it was despicable. It was disgusting. So I have to say former chairman, you should still be the chairman, and current member of the Atlantic City Board of Education. Now, let's go to a second story that, John, I kid you not, if you told me something, I would believe it. There's very few people that if they told me something, I would just accept it. But I'm happy that I have documentation in the form of an internal email that was written on May 19th at 3.53 p.m., by a vice principal of the Atlantic City Public School System, which confirms everything that we're reporting, and that is that Laquetta Small has approved what are known as personal, I'm sorry, professional development days, which are days off with pay, which, John, correct me if I'm wrong, because you're a current school board member, and I am a, a fossil dinosaur of a former school board member, but... These professional development days that are contractually provided, they're to go to train the trainer programs, to bring back something to the district, to further the educator's career, to do something within the profession. I don't believe that it was ever intended for a professional development day off with full pay to attend a golf tournament and the Barry Caldwell after party this is i'll tell you john this one's bad isn't it uh in my 20 years uh, going on 20 years as elected board member harry i've never uh seen anything like this this is really crazy i think you know first and foremost for your listeners um professional development days are used so you can further your education you can um develop your career as a teacher and bring that back um, to the district to use them 
on your off time and uh, a, a golf tournament that for charity or whatever they do these days with it, I have no idea. Yeah, and please don't forget the party, the after party. Well, you know, um, uh, that's that's the mindset here. There's more energy being focused on a golf tournament than there is in our schools, Harry, and people seeing it. Um, you know, now, and, now, John, if I cut through the chase, see if this is just too far-fetched. Is it that morale is really bad? Because you should see what I'm, I, I protect everyone that reaches out to me. You should see the proof I have how bad morale is right now. Uh, I have a record number of people that have been reaching out to me. They're just, they're, they, they, they don't even care anymore. It's like, I, they know I'm not going to burn them. But at this point, they, they're just so exasperated, they just can't take it anymore. Could this be as simple as nobody was signing up for this Memorial Golf Tournament and Barry Caldwell after party? P-A-R space T-E-E, the party that nobody wanted to go. Therefore, they turned it into, hey, all right, now you, you don't want to go. So now you get a day off to go. Is I mean, I don't think I'm making that up. No, don't don't use your own time. You know, we can provide, you know, use a professional development day. Oh, if you're just going to the every party, use a half a professional development. Oh, yeah, let's stipulate that. And it is in the, um, the article on the app on the website. Uh, if you go to both, you can take a full professional development day. If you're just going, if you're not playing golf, you're just going to the Barry Caldwell after party, you get half a day. I mean, John, this is this is crazy. It, it's out. It's out of control. And and, and beyond this, too, let's let's talk about liabilities because unfortunately, as a board member, you have to think of liabilities. So what if? You know, obviously, there's alcohol at this event. I used to go to it when uh, Fred Fred Nichols uh, was part of this, um, when it was his memorial. But there's alcohol involved. They're driving around on a golf course, drinking on school time. What if they run somebody over, hurt themselves, injure themselves? Is it a workman's comp case? I mean, this is getting crazy. Like, how how deep can we go with this? Are we liable? Is the district liable because they're on you know professional development time? They get in an accident to or from. Well, hold on. We'll we'll further this after the break. I think there's no question. I think you know the answer to that. I don't think there's any question. You can't you can't have it both ways. It can't be a personal uh, event if people are being paid because it has been turned into a work event, which it's not. And uh, I want to have you also share some of the guidance that's been given to you relative to this kind of thing, not even being eligible for this type of situation. And look, I know all, all one person has to do is get some state person to say, oh, no, no, we approve this. And then and Harry's a liar, just like I was a liar about the boathouse until I jammed my proof down their thro- their lying throats and coined the phrase liars who lie about lying. Uh, always be careful of the one that's calling somebody a liar when, when in turn they are, in fact, the liar. So, look, I don't care if they get somebody later to say, oh, no, this is a school event. We we, we sanction this. Uh, if they were ever to do that, shame on them. But let's let's talk about what we do know, John, what was said about this type of thing in the past. And there's a lot to cover on this when we come back in just a little bit with John Devlin from the Atlantic City Board of Education. This is Early in the Morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station. And we thank you for that. 52 minutes past the hour. 
John, what do you, um, and those just joining us, Atlantic City Board of Education member John Devlin is here. He has confirmed that the Atlantic City Superintendent of Public Schools, Laquetta Small, has approved permitting staff members to take a professional development day off, so a day off with pay to attend a golf tournament and the uh, Barry Caldwell after party. Uh, what do you imagine is going to happen about this? Is this just happen? It goes through and we bring it up one time and then it's on to their next uh, antics. What, what, what's going to happen about this? Well, I mean, obviously we're going to bring this to the attention of our, our state monitor and see what her thoughts are on it. Um, and, and we'll discuss it uh, at the next board meeting. I'm sure people and myself uh, will have questions as far as, you know, why do we let this happen? Is this something that we do in the past, which I can answer right now is no. So, you know, I'm not going to sit idle on it, Harry. I think you know me like better like that. I, I can't do that. Um, and you know, it's it's really up to the state and see what you know what they're they're green if they green light it. I, I guess my hands are tied. Mm. Wow, you know beyond yeah, beyond. Really, go ahead, say what you were going to say, and then I have a follow up. Sure. No, I just want to say and add to this. You know, one of the reasons I don't think this whole uh, parte and uh, this mm-hmm. golf outing is is a big hit is just the morale. And I'm, I live here, went to school here, I've been raised in these streets. People reach out to me a lot, and the morale, the morale of these staff members, I don't want to say teachers, I want to say staff, administrators, teachers, staff. Well, John, it's obvious because I I have spoken to people in the run-up to this thing, which is now only uh, eight days away, and we have the details uh, on the app and on the website WPGTalkRadio.com about all of this. It was not going to be well attended. So then they offered, hey, well, you know, we'll pay you to go. I mean, if you've got to pay someone to go to something, that, that is all the evidence you need. In other words, if you didn't pay me, I wouldn't be here. Uh, nobody wants to be there if they had to pay for it themselves. But if you pay me, yeah, sure, I'll go. I'll go if you pay me. And you mean I just have to go to – I can go to a party and I get paid half a day for going to the party? I mean, so this really – it, to me, it's a case study in everything that's wrong right now. No, and Harry, you forgot one critical thing. We're paying you to go to this, but you got to give us twenty-five bucks for the party. Oh, you want to go to and fifty bucks? So they're actually letting you city time, but taking money back. I don't know, man. I just don't. I think it's just unethical to even touch anything like that. That's crazy. They're involved. You know that you raise a very good point. They're paying you to go. But then there is a, a surcharge at the door. It's it's really it's I think it's very problematic at many levels. At many levels, I agree. And uh, you know, again, this is something that's ongoing. And let me add to this too. We were talking about morale. The, the schools. I think you did a story on Chelsea Heights School that I read. Yes, uh, that building. I, I put it upon myself to go over there because I live in Lower Chelsea. That still looks horrible. I'm going to go today and take pictures for you and send you an update. Now, we're talking months now that those that those trailers were missing, right? By the way, this will be a very good uh, exercise because this will be after we did a very, and it was very well read, a very visible uh, article about that with the pictures of all the concrete all over the place. First of all, it's not it's not safe. Secondly, aesthetically, it's very unsightly. And if you were a child and that was your um, your window to the world, it, it really is depressing. I mean, you look out the window and you basically see, uh, you know, a junkyard. 
I mean, it's just terrible. It's it's bad on top of bad. I would love it. Please, please send me the updated photos. I have a sneaky suspicion it's probably I'll, I'll put them side side by side. I'll bet you it's the same as it was that nobody changed anything. I agree with you. And here we are spending millions and millions of dollars at administration building. When the kids don't go to that building, forget it. Administrators should take that on the chin and put that money back into the, where it belongs, in the buildings that children utilize for learning. And that's, you know, it, and it doesn't promote good learning. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what I would do, and, and I, I did the job, so I speak with some level of credibility. If I had such deception going on around me, there's something you have to do about it. Even if I guess you're one vote out of the majority, uh, you should still be the board president. That's a whole nother story. Uh, because if you get the minutes really late, they're hiding stuff. If they're hiring a former superintendent who everybody knew as Mark Harris or R period Mark Harris, but they hire him as Robert Harris and even 20 year member. And I'm not I'm not making an example of you, but even 20 year member John Devlin didn't know until you saw him after the vote in the crowd. You didn't know that that was Mark Harris that you were hiring because on the paperwork was Robert Harris and nobody knows him as that. Now, again, I've left open that maybe years later he decided to go by a different name because for, for, for a period in time, you know, uh, Tom Forkin was John Forkin. Sometimes people late in life decide I don't want to be I, I'm not Harry anymore. I'm H. Robert, you know, whatever. Some artistic, you know, fart or something. Anything's possible. But I know this. Nobody knew who that was until after the fact. And this is the sneaky stuff that you have going on around you. And it's all day long. And you reference the boathouse. And you reference this has been a tough transition. And I say that lately, Harry. Um, and, and everything that you've covered and more um, has been an example of, you know, the turbulent transition here. And yeah. it wasn't good when, when Barry was here, Codwell was here. So. Um, you know, I don't know how much worse we can get. I can tell you morale is in the toilet. And, and you know, we're focusing on parties and, and celebrations and awards, and that's wonderful. You know, I think that's an important part of education. But let's refocus here, guys. You know, Rome's builder burning, and, you know, we're focusing on a party. And, I know. And uh, John, John, we have to go in 20 seconds. I have to end with this because it's hilarious, because truth, good humor has truth in it. Uh, a very famous Atlantic City uh, figure wrote to me that this group will make Frank Gilliam look like an amateur. Uh, good to visit with you, John. Let's stay stay close. Please get me the pictures as soon as possible because I'd love to do a follow-up. Thank you. Yep. There will be, you'll see them this afternoon. Thank you very much. See ya. Yeah, if you do it this afternoon, they might uh, have time to pick up a couple of... Uh, Cinder Blocks. Uh, we'll be back. Sean Steitler joins us next. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the World's Playground. 
to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. Six minutes past the hour. Very pleased to report that Sean Steitler is here. It is our monthly East Coast Roofing Siding and Windows radio program. So when you hear Sean, you know. You can have your own little calendar in your mind. You know it's the first Wednesday of the month. Even though this week's a little tricky and today feels like it's Tuesday. I know. I know. I'm with you. But it's Wednesday. Uh, Sean Steitler, East Coast Roofing Siding and Windows, the official, the exclusive provider for the Hurley in the Morning program. And I'm very proud to say for the Harry Hurley family uh, because we really do love this company and we love the people more than uh, we love the company. They're just wonderful people. Roofing, siding, windows, doors, and gutters. Uh, I do not have a master's degree in these topics, but I am past my associate's degree. I, I have a BS. All right, I'll call it a BA rather than a BS uh, for talk radio purposes. Uh, and we are working on the um, the, the next uh, uh, certification because we've done roofing, we've done siding, we've done windows, we've done doors, and we've done gutters. And and I, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna bite the bullet, Sean. I think we've got to do the gutter guards, even though we took a lot of trees down uh, at the Ponderosa. I mean, because I'm not going up there. Uh, so why why not make it that you never have to go up there again or pay someone else to go up? I don't know what the going rate is right now, but it's got to be four or five hundred, depending on uh, how high and what um, you know how much footage uh, linear footage you have of gutters. Uh, I, I think I want to begin on that because I think some people, Sean. First of all, good morning and welcome to your program. How are you? Good, good stuff. Good. Yeah, doing really good, too, and and a little bit uh, labored with these uh, tree pollen allergies that I try never to to burden the audience with, Um, but it it chokes me up a little bit, uh, and I'm about two weeks away from that being completely gone for another year, so, um, you know, I feel blessed about that. Uh, Other than that, I don't have any complaints, Uh, and that's not, you know, too big a complaint. I can, we can handle it for a few months. So getting back to gutters, I think a lot of people just don't go the route of the gutter guard because like, oh my gosh, you know, the gutter guards are more than the gutters. I got to pay more, you know, I got to pay more for, for the helmet than I do for the uniform. I just, I think a lot of people don't do it. And then of course, under the, um, the, the Steitler doctrine of cheapest is not the the you know the the most uh inexpensive you say it more artful uh if you let them get hopelessly clogged and they have trees growing out of them and all the things that you've seen uh in in your career next thing you know the water is the, it's a system so they're not working they're not taking the water away from the foundation you could wind up with cracked foundations uh, all the fascia board getting messed up because it starts to back up and spill between the gutter instead of going in the gutter and out. So I, I, I know that you sell these things. So it's, it's really like, of course, you're going to recommend it. But at the same time, not only, not only that, but from an absolute pure uh, intellectually honest point of view, 
the gutter guard is a really important thing to consider, isn't it? It certainly is. Yeah, because it does protect, I mean, it protects things from getting inside the gutter, which then protects the gutter from, you know, that downward spiral effect, as you kind of mentioned. If your gutter's clogged, and it's hard because, you know, typically you don't know when your gutters are clogged or not. Um, you know, you can't really see inside your gutters. They're up above the roof line. And, you know, unless you're outside your home while there is a storm going on or while it's pouring down rain, you don't always can notice if your gutters are overflowing or if the water is getting, you know, in between the fascia board and the gutter and or backsplashing into the soffits because um, you're not typically out there observing that when those problems are happening. So then that can be an issue. And then you get up there and you clean your gutters which again, you know, you pay someone to clean your gutters. And I think you mentioned that, you know, a fair rate, I think it probably is probably several hundred dollars, if not more so if you have a, a larger gutter or a steeper yep. roof line or things like that, or you do it yourself. And, you know, that's a dangerous thing there too. If you're not experienced and you're not, you know, comfortable getting on your roof or working up a ladder, I mean, you, you could risk falling or injuring yourself. Um, I, I know somebody actually that died. Uh, it, it, everybody listening to, to my voice and I never tell anybody what to do. I'll make an exception. Don't do it. The ladder can move. You can slip. You can just try to reach. I can get that. I don't want to move the ladder again. You're not going to have some expert scaffolding that's safe and wide floor way that you can get up there and be safe. Uh, I'm a big believer in don't do what you're not trained to do. I had a very good friend of mine that loved putting up his Christmas decorations and did it for a while until he fell off the ladder, could have been killed. I know somebody that fell 10 feet that wound up being a quadriplegic because just the the, the way they fell, they fell through the drop ceiling and and right on the head. Um, Could have got lucky and landed on their feet, you know, and maybe sprained or broke something or walked away from it. But this person was paralyzed uh, from the neck down the rest of their life. And so whenever you do something you shouldn't be doing, you you know, people that operate chainsaws, hey, I'm just going to cut this limb off and they wind up, you know, cutting their foot off or, or, you know, their leg. I mean, just so many bad things can happen. Don't even think about getting in the business of taking the the leaves out of your gutters. It's just not, it's just not a good, it's not a good thing to even consider. And I know a lot of people do it, uh, but so you either have to pay somebody hundreds to do it or you cap them off and you never have to do it again. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Sean, it's not like they slow up the debris that goes inside. These good gutter guards that you have, the only thing that goes through them is water, correct? That is true. And that's and that's a really good point. I can mention the good gutter guards. There are gutter guards out there that you, i mean just the ones you get in a box store just don't work they do not work at all they make it harder to clean your gutters out the little plastic ones i mean squirrels will true through them and now you have this like capped over box where the squirrels make their nest or birds will make their nest and oh yeah you're actually helping you're helping to to uh accumulate more debris and and, and more critters and things then of course and i thought it was absolutely fantastical I saw these things that look like styrofoam or something, and they're like blocks, uh, long, like block-shaped type, brick-shaped type things, and you're supposed to lay them in there, and and that's supposed – Sean, that's supposed to do something? Yeah. 
And then the stuff just sits on top of it and it keeps the water from getting drained in and, you know, little pine needles get caught inside of those little things. So, again, there are the gutter guards out there that are really inexpensive, but they, you know, you do get what you pay for. In this case, you don't even get what you pay for because, you know, you, you're going to get something like that and it's going to work maybe maybe for a couple months before they start falling apart. The wind blows them out and then it just, again, it just makes it much harder to clean your gutters out altogether. You know, and then you get companies that just do gutter guards. And again, I mean, you'll get a lifetime warranty. There are big companies out there that are specialized in gutters and gutter guards, and they do. They charge an arm and a leg for their gutter guards, which, I mean, you won't need to clean your gutters anymore, so I guess you can afford the arm and the leg. You know, you won't need to get up on a ladder <laughs> and clean them out. But, um, you know, but we offer a really good gutter guard system that has a lifetime warranty against clogs, and it kind of falls right there in the middle. It's not the $40 a foot that you're going to pay for one of these large gutter guard companies. And it's not the couple dollars a foot you're going to get from a box store. Uh, but it's, it's, it's money well spent. So it was, uh, it's something that we did on our last house that we had because we had gutter guards that were overflowing. And it was like, I remember even a storm being on my, on my screen and porch and like the storm came and our gutters were overflowing. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like I talk about this all the time. And I have clogged gutters because they got to get away from you. It's something you don't always realize. Uh, yeah, it happens every season. Sean, let's get the break in. I, I have a follow-up question on this when we come back, and then we'll cover a whole lot more as our time with Sean continues until the Brian Kilmeade Show uh, right here on Hurley in the Morning. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station, all because of you. And we, A, know it, and B, we thank you for it. Sean Hannity. These radical policies, this radical agenda, this climate alarmist religious cult. And when I mean cult, it is a cult rather than solve the problem, which is to produce more energy of which we have an abundance of. They don't care. Their their ideology trumps your suffering. Sean Hannity, weekday afternoons at 3 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hi, it's Markley and Van Camp. Join us later today at 1. Now back to Hurley in the Morning on WPG, Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's Talk Station. Thank you and welcome back. 21 minutes past the hour. So learned and confirmed, as I often say to you, I don't ask you to do what I haven't already done. So when I ask you, give Sean a call and here's the number, 609 and so on and so on. Let me give it to you while we're at it. 609-646-1444. So when I ask you to do that, uh, I made an appointment during the break, and we're doing it. It's it's really I have to say, now it's Sean. Once we do this project, it's official. Roofing, siding, windows, doors, gutters, and gutter guards, because I don't want to have to deal with this ever again. Even though we took the trees down, it still just attracts such a i'll call it schmutz a tremendous amount of just stuff now a listener has a really good question uh does pollen clog gutter guards does anything clog these gutter guards that you provide the ones that we provide no uh they come with i mean they do come with a lifetime warranty so if something does get clogged in there let's say it does happen it it is taken care of at no cost to the customer so but you know, I don't necessarily work and field every single warranty call the company ever gets, but I can't ever remember 
ever going out and cleaning gutters out or even getting calls like that. So, I mean, the ones we provide, they really do a really good job keeping everything out. Now, I've seen, I've been on roofs, done an inspection where the customer has a gutter guard and it's clogged and filled, but it's typically those really cheap gutter guards. You know what I mean? The kinds that that are out there that are like a full helmet, um, you know, they really do work. They do a tremendous job working. You have to be careful. I mean, the pitch of the roof, you had a, a sheer, you know, 12, 12 pitch roof and a whole roof. And it just comes right down to a, to a gutter. You know, that's the downside of some of these gutter guards because they do such a good job. That water can just shoot right over that, right over that gutter guard. But I mean, they, the centrifugal forest typically does a really good job pulling it down on most roof pitches. Um, but if you have like one of these roofs that are like straight up and down, almost uh, a gutter guard may not be the best option. It's a really good point. Uh, so you'll know, you'll know when you do the estimate. Uh, so that was a good question from a listener. And if your gu- if your gutters are older, are you kind of locked into replacing gutters and installing the new gutter guards because it'll look one will look one way and then the tops are brand new looking and does it look does it not look good? Yeah, that's it's. More the look. I mean, yeah, the looks are important, right? You know, it, it's you're going to have a, a brand new gutter guard. You can have an old gutter. It's going to look a little strange. But more importantly than that, if you haven't had a gutter guard and you need a gutter guard, if your gutters have sagged over time because uh, the weight of the water sitting in there, they've pulled away. You know, there could be minor defects. I mean, that the pitch of the gutter is extremely important. Um, that that gutter is pitching toward the downspouts, not pulled away from the wall. You're you know, you're going to put a uh, a pretty extensive protective cap over top of that gutter, which is a pretty large investment, not crazy large like a roof or a side or anything like that, but still I mean, a large investment concerned about gutter-wise. Uh, into that gutter, it's not that much more to get new gutters while you're there to make sure the gutters are pitched correctly, to make sure the gutters are draining properly, make sure that there's no issue. Why would you want to put, you know, at least a several thousand dollar investment in gutter guards, depending on the size of the house, it could be less, but you know, in a gutter system that that may be falling apart or may not be working the best way. So I typically always recommend, again, unless the gutters are in really good shape and they've been well-maintained and they're draining properly, um, no issues with that, I typically recommend replacing the gutters with the gutter guard um, just for those, for those reasons. So, I mean, it looks important as well, but again, you know, you don't want to have a good gutter guard system, but your gutters are still falling away from the home and you're still getting standing water inside of your gutter gutters because they're not draining properly because they've been, you know, maybe warped or over, over the time of them being clogged and things like that. Guest listener, Michael, uh, thanks you for your answer. And uh, Michael, all you have to do is give Sean a call. If you call the main number, they will set up the appointment uh, for one of the great East Coast roofing, siding and windows professionals to come out to your home. 609 646 one four 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 six oh nine six four six one four 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 now i've seen because you did it i didn't do the gutter guards but i saw this amazing fabrication the way that the gutters are made right on property it's amazing to actually watch these long runs uh come off and then there are your gutters and you make the downspouts and and all of it um the Gutter guards, though, how are they fabricated? You do you do you buy them 
and then you you fit them custom or how does that work how do, how are the the guards uh fabricated the guards are fabricated in a machine shop so the guards are not fabricated on site like the gutters are the gutters are seamless they come out all the way um but because the gutter guards you know i mean they're they're i think they're about roughly about four foot in length but they can overlap so there's no debris getting inside of that tight fit they have that piece that that slides under the under the shingles uh, over the drip edging, so it doesn't affect the edge of the roof line. Um, but yeah, they are they are fabricated in, in a big shop where they come out and we have them by the piece, and then we can, you know, if we had like the end caps and things like that. There's our accessory pieces, corner pieces, inside corners, outside corners, end caps, um, and all that. You have to get all those right the proper products, and they kind of go right inside the gutter once the gutter's fabricated and installed. You're listening to Sean Steitler. We'll take a brief time out. We'll be back in just a little bit. Don't go away. Much more content straight ahead. A reminder to reach Sean to reach the team at East Coast Roofing Siding and Windows. Simply call 609-646-1444. That's 609-646-1444 on the web at eastcoastroofing.com. As always, if I've inspired you to call, please mention Hurley in the Morning sent you. With Sean, I am. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. In the morning, anytime, anywhere, on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 33 minutes past the hour with Sean Steitler from East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows. Now imagine we just probably did the most elaborate segment on gutters and gutter guards probably ever done anywhere. And there, and that's just basically one thing that they do. You know, Sean, uh, this is, this is probably worth a quick follow-up. Then we'll move to some of the other um, installations that you do at East coast roofing, siding and windows with a lot of the other things that you do. You can choose different colors. You can choose uh, different styles and so on and so forth with gutters and gutter guards, it's it's one selection, correct? As far as styles go, well, gutters you have you have five inch, you have six inch. Actually, there's quite a few things with with gutters. Uh, a five inch or a six inch gutter. Six inch gutters are a little wider. The downspouts are, are three inch by four inch versus two inch by three inch. So you have about twelve cubic inches uh, versus six. So it's, the downspout's twice as large. That's what I. I it's kind of like a. Um, Maybe the in-between between getting gutter guards, maybe not. I give this as an option to customers sometimes. If they don't want to spring the whole cost to getting gutter guards, maybe getting a six-inch gutter. If they have limited trees around them where maybe they don't really get clogged all the time but get occasionally a couple leaves in the gutters, um, it doesn't make it foolproof. But having that extra wide downspout really does a good job getting the gutters cleaned. Um, better than the, the three by four or the two by three downspouts on top of that, because the gutter is a wider gutter. It's a little easier to get your hands in there and clean. If you were to hire someone to clean it or, or clean it yourself. Um, so, yeah, that's not that much more for a six inch gutter than it is for a five inch gutter. It's like a few dollars more a foot. So on an average house, it's maybe say 150 feet, maybe it's 300 bucks more to get a six inch gutter. Um, and it, it will be better than a five-inch gutter, but not as good as gutter guards. It, it depends. If you have a lot of trees, you're really not going to do anything at all. But you have maybe one or two, and they're distant, and you maybe get a couple leaves a year in your gutters. That might be something to consider. 
But then there's also those decorative gutters out there that are like the half round gutters or copper gutters. I've um, seen that. And, oh my gosh, they're very attractive. Those things, those are uh, expensive. They're very, very attractive, but the cost is, is about maybe like eight to nine times. Yeah, what um, a regular gutter that the circular downspouts and things like that. I, I don't know. I've never understood it. Just raw cost alone is about you know eight, nine times more than the other um, other types of gutters, just for those round downspouts and those half round gutters. With a, you know, obviously, copper would be even more than that. But uh, so there are some options with with gutters and, and things. And you know, a really popular look at these days is black gutters and black downspouts. Um, you see those black windows that are coming out these days, and, yeah. and that's a really sharp look for a lot of people doing black gutters, black downspouts, black gutter guards, and um, that's a really nice nice look too that a lot of people are, are moving into. So there's definitely a lot of options with colors, um, but. As far as styles go, you're typically your Cape Mount style, five inch, six inch, and then your gutter guards. So if you have gutters and they're good to go and you're just looking to get gutter guards or you're looking to get uh, gutters and gutter guards, what's the time frame for getting the work done? Uh, probably, I would think somewhere between three to five weeks. That's our typical time frame for most, most things. I don't believe there's any particular colors of gutter guards that are gutters that are backordered right now. I mean, every, not everything is in stock. Um, so I say three to five weeks that, you know, based off of weather, but also, you know, based off of supplies, things that are in stock versus being backordered. If something's in stock, we can get there very quickly. If something is, is just not backordered per se, we have to order it. It might take a week or so to come in. Occasionally there are some things that are backordered where maybe it's an extra, you know, maybe six to eight weeks out, but I don't believe that's an issue for, with gutter guards or gutters right now. Most of that stuff's getting turned around pretty quickly. Sean, in terms of the um, the purchase, somebody listening right now, should they look at this as the last time they will ever do this? If they stay in the home that they actually, that they live in, yeah. If they stay in the home, they can't take the gutters yeah. and gutter guards with them. Yeah. Um, but absolutely, yeah. Everything that we do um, is a one-time investment. You know, if it's a product with the gutters that we install and the gutter guards that we install, we offer a lifetime warranty. To as long as they live and own in that home, if there's an issue, you know, it's getting taken care of. So, yeah, they get they do gutters, they do gutter guards. And that's why I say about the gutter guards, it's like those gutters may not have had a lifetime warranty. Those gutters that you're putting this really nice guard into, you know, may not have been installed all that well. Uh, you really should just get them both done. Um is what you know it's all protected you know it's uh like the foundation right to the to the gutter guards is the is the gutters and if it's a bad foundation you can have a good a good house on a bad foundation but if it's you know if it's not working right you're gonna have problems sean i pay close attention to your program so i know that with some of the products we talked about uh there's more than one lifetime you could actually sell your home and then there's one more lifetime warranty for the next homeowner how how about with the gutters and the gutter guards? Is it a lifetime uh, warranty, one lifetime warranty, or more than one lifetime? Uh, the gutters themselves are transferable. The gutter guards, um, I have to look into that. That's a great question. And you think Thank I would you. know all the answers to everything. It's okay. Thank you. Uh, most of everything we offer is a transferable lifetime warranty. But, yeah, that's a really good question. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to check into that for you. 
I mean, next time we're on the air, we'll, we'll mention it. Yeah, or and and maybe even because I'm going to see you in the not too distant future. Um, if we know, I'll let folks know even before next month because that might be a difference with someone that might say, "Hey, I want this for the time that I'm going to be there." But if I also know that at the point of sale. I can say, look, I got this solar system. That's going to stay with you. I've got the roof has the, the double lifetime warranty, the windows, all this. So I think that would be um, very good information. We'll get that to everyone uh, as soon as possible. Let's move on. I want to move on to siding because I had someone write me about two weeks ago and they heard us talking about there were people that paint their siding. Now, I'm just going to speak for me. I'm And maybe there's great paint and it adheres and everything will be just fine. I am personally, as a layperson, I'm very adverse to that. I I see it not going well. What are your thoughts relative to if if there's some kind of siding, but it's in good shape, but you don't like the color, uh, painting it a new color? So I think that, you know, to cover the basics, um, painting stucco, asbestos, wood maybe even aluminum are all pretty common practices and that i believe that that's a fine way of going it's not a you know obviously stucco you if you want to change the color of it yeah you're not going to replace that you're going to paint it yeah um you know aluminum siding honestly if you have aluminum siding it's probably pretty old and you probably should look into replacing it versus painting it uh same with wood siding people love the wood the cape may and historic areas I mean, you kind of have to paint it, right? You're not allowed to replace it with a vinyl or, or some kind of a, you know, compositor or a different type of substance. Um, so painting those things, it's a, it's a maintenance, right? So you're going to keep painting it, you know, when it comes to that. But when it comes to vinyl siding, it, that's becoming a more and more popular thing to do is paint it. And I am very much against it because it vinyl moves and as much as they create a paint that can like as the panel moves but the seam it i've never been able to get my mind around it now i've never talked to now full disclosure i've never had a conversation with the vinyl paint manufacturer where i could field my questions but i have seen houses that have they painted vinyl siding and it turned into a complete disaster especially people that paint their houses a very dark color. Yeah. And I mentioned this before in the air, but I'm going to mention it again very carefully. If anyone's considering painting their siding, I would stay away from a dark, dark color. There are different lines of vinyl siding, and people will find that those dark color vinyl sidings, you can only really get the dark colors in the premium tiers of that vinyl siding. And the reason why that is is because that vinyl is thicker, and the panel needs to be thicker to withstand the heat absorption that dark color is going to bring so the vinyl doesn't warp. I've seen a lot of people paint their vinyl siding and they don't realize that if it's a light color now and it's a builder grade or a contractor grade vinyl, they paint it this dark color, it absorbs the heat and warps the vinyl. Wow. And then you have a complete disaster on your hands. And, so and I tell you, anytime I've seen it, and I, ha- I have witnessed it a few times, it seems to me, and now I know the answer because you just provided it, uh, as our expert, the seams just seem to be accentuated and it doesn't look good. Yeah, well, that's the thing, too, is the vinyl expands and contracts. So if you're painting it in the paint, like, you know, you can, you can paint a window shut. People are probably familiar with that. When you paint too close to things that operate, you kind of paint things shut. Right. Well, if you're painting the product and you're painting 
where the seams are, you're kind of gluing those seams shut, and the vinyl needs to expand and contract, and it's going to buckle that way. But let's say, let's say it doesn't. Let's say they they cut it so it doesn't uh, glue it together. Well, then when the siding contracts in the winter time, all of those seams, you're going to see the old color, like every seam, because it's going to contract, and there's going to be paint. You know, the, the old original colors do me behind. And, 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 Sean, not only do you see it, and this is the point that I'm making as a layperson, you see it first. It's no longer just this attractive look. You actually see almost like you, with a straight edge, like you drew lines. The, the actual seams become the most accentuated part of the house, of the siding. I think it looks like broken up and compartmentalized in a way where you just see these long runs of of lines outlined almost it just it looks unfinished to me it doesn't look right yeah and I, i've only ever seen obviously if someone painted their vinyl siding and it came out perfectly they wouldn't be calling east coast to get an estimate for new siding so i never actually seen a house that was painted that turned out great i've only ever witnessed all the disasters that i've that i've mentioned um and uh, I never met a painter that does it that could, or the paint manufacturer maybe, because even the painter that does it, who knows, he paints it looks good for, it probably wouldn't look good for maybe six months to a year until all those problems start to come out. Um, you know, maybe he doesn't give a warranty to it or things like that. So Right, you're talking about after a few seasons of expansion and contraction where you have the cold weather, then you have the warmer and then see what it looks like. Sean, let's get our last break in. It's flying by. We'll be right back. I do believe there's somebody who would like to speak to Sean. We'll get you on right after the break. Don't go away. We'll field your question for Sean Steitler, our expert from East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows. And they are the official and exclusive provider for the Hurley in the Morning program. And as I've referenced and proven this morning uh, personally for me, uh, they've just done a wonderful job. We can attest to their roofing, siding, windows, doors, gutters. And it, and it looks like... Um, we're going to go all in and we're going to do the gutter guards. Uh, I, I've wanted to do that for a long time anyhow. So uh, why not? I think it's the right thing to do. And uh, I like the look. I think it has a nice clean look to it. And I also, and I will tell you that um, my wife, it's probably a pet peeve. Harry, we have to get the gutters cleaned again. We have to, I mean, she's really on that. And if we get the gutter guards when I'm going to say when in, in the affirmative, when we get the gutter guards, I'm not going to hear that anymore. So that's that's going to be good. I look forward to that. So if you're looking for a new roof, if you are looking for siding, windows, we didn't talk about windows today other than a couple of quick sort of mentions that, that I've done just in sharing with you the different things that East Coast Roofing, Siding and Windows does. Their windows are so magnificent it is truly one of the greatest things for our home that we have ever done our home is quieter it is more energy efficient they operate correctly every christmas we do we really do a lot of decorations and so there's something we have to do we have to raise the two windows in in the front of the home all of them we do, but the two big windows in the front of the home were the original builder grade windows, which were almost impossible to raise. And even when you got them raised, even harder to close again. 
And we finally said, this, enough, this is it. And, and they're not energy efficient. Oh my gosh, the windows look so good. They actually make your home look newer because they just have a totally more modern look to them and all the other things I mentioned about efficiency and so on. So it's aesthetically fantastic. And then every operational aspect of them, including tilt-down feature for cleaning and all these things, you just can't beat it. And again, that is a double lifetime warranty because I've listened to Sean very, very carefully talk about that on his program, not only the windows, but also for the window screens. Back with Sean Steitler. And if you have a question for Sean relative to what they do, not not open form or anything like that, uh, 609-407-1450 to make an appointment. 609-646-1444. It turns out Tom's call was not about Sean's business. Uh, So we'll catch up with you another time. Back in just a moment. Don't go away. A lot more to cover in our final segment coming up in just a few minutes. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 South Jersey's talk station. You like WPGG Atlantic City. WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Hi, it's Larry Elder. And I want to talk to you about 100% drug-free relief factor. I've been telling you about it for years on radio and television. Why? Because I believe in it. I use it. My friends use it, and hundreds of thousands of others out there have tried it. About 70% of those people go on to order more. They find that Relief Factor works to help their bodies fight inflammation and eliminate their pain. Take Mark in Texas, for example. He'd been dealing with pain in his right shoulder for months, almost constantly, when he decided to give Relief Factor a try. Within two weeks of taking it every day, the pain in his shoulder faded away and completely disappeared. There are so many people out there whose experiences with Relief Factor are just like Mark's. What about you? Might your pain be the next to go away with Relief Factor? Your first step to becoming pain-free just might be to order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Just go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-4-RELIEF, 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Sean Hannity, this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Welcome back. 54 minutes past the hour with Sean Steitler. You're listening to the East Coast Roofing Siding and Windows monthly radio program. We convene on the first Wednesday of every month in the 9 o'clock hour with Sean. East Coast Roofing Siding and Windows, the official and exclusive provider for the Hurley in the Morning radio program, for the Hurley family as well, for roofing, siding, windows, doors, gutters. I'm going to have to add, i got to add gutter guards to my repertoire here. I can't leave that out because that's, it's part of the system. You know, Sean talks about how the system works together. Uh, the gutter guard is a big part of the system. And uh, I want to talk about some other things that you do. We, we really hit gutters and gutter guards hard, but sometimes I do want you to explain how actually they work, the way that the water only goes in and, and all of that, but not any of the debris, uh, so that people have a full understanding uh, how well that system works, and, and that's why uh, we want to have it. We want to have it for sure. But I, I want to talk about windows in this segment because I think it's one of the biggest improvements that you can do to your home aesthetically, but also uh, in terms of comfort. I, I know there have been folks that if they have a one-zone system, their house is too cold in the winter and it's too hot in the summer and it's never Goldilocks, just just right. And 
if you had the new windows, I can only tell you from experience. It's all I can tell you. Our home is so much more comfortable. It wasn't, I'm being truthful, it wasn't uncomfortable before the new windows, but it is noticeably more comfortable. You would have to keep the air conditioning colder, uh, the heat higher. Uh, The window, Sean, just as one of your satisfied clients that literally replaced every single window in our home on multiple levels, it was one of the biggest game changers that I think you can do. Your thoughts? No, I obviously I agree. I mean, we do windows, but windows, roofing and siding, I always tell people like, you know, they're, they will save money in the future. They'll add reinvestment costs. If you have a bad roof, it's going to cost you a lot of money with leaks and damage and things like that. Um, but Windows is the one project that it doesn't actually cost you to do it. It saves you money. I mean, you, you put the windows in your home, especially if you, have, if you have bad windows, and it starts saving money immediately. You're making a monthly payment whether you have new windows or not, right. you know, you, uh, it's true. you make a monthly payment in your energy cost. And then if you, again, we have the financing options that, that can make it extremely affordable. And you know, it, it is such a difference. And I go to these houses, I do energy audits when I'm, when I'm in there looking at the windows, I put my hands on certain parts of the windows. You can just feel the cold air coming in and, and listen to people talk about how this room never gets warm and it's always cold and it's, they got to wear 30 blankets and, you know, and uh, if you can't be comfortable in your own home, I mean, that's that's like our sanctuaries, right, yeah. in our homes. You know, we want to be in our home in the wintertime. It's, you know, we get some cold winters and we get some hot summers. Yeah. Yesterday it was, well, it was 100 degrees out in some places. And, and if you know, you got the air pumping. And But also you don't realize when I say, you know, it's like not only does it save costs in your energy bills, it, it saves the cost of not replacing your heater or replacing your air conditioner, you know, in a short time, if that air conditioner, if you think about that, if it is working nonstop 24 seven in the summertime and your heater is working nonstop, it could never reach the temperature you're setting your thermostat at because you're literally, you know, heating the outside or air conditioning the outside because the windows are just, you know, pulling everything out of it or pushing the heat into the home in the, in the summertime, you know, that air conditioner is not going to last as long. It's like, it's like your car. You know what I mean? If you have a five-minute commute to work and that's all you do is drive that thing, you could get, you know, decades out of your car versus if you if you had a four-hour commute every day, you know, back yep. and forth from work. <laughs> You're going to exactly. put a lot more money in that yeah. car. It's not going to last as long. It's the same thing with windows. Uh, windows and, and doors, energy efficiency. I mean, it's, it's such a huge uh, savings when you can get new windows plus right the ease of it right it, when you do open your operate your windows it may be the springtime when the weather's nice like this morning for instance it's a really nice morning out you know if you don't have the the, the tree pollen allergies you know <laughs> that, that uh-huh. Harry, Harry suffers with but uh-huh. i mean if you can't open your windows and and actually operate them without you know st- pulling a muscle in your arm or you know so i mean I, and i will say i forget how many years it's been now but they work the same now as they did day one i mean they just they just hold up beautifully and you actually feel when you go to lock them you feel that sort of i mean that just seal and you know it like for example i don't hear the rain unless it is a torrential downpour so if i hear that then i know i don't i don't even have to get up i know it is just raining crazy 
uh, because you just don't hear it. They really do quiet the home down, and all the things you said are true, and we've experienced them. The air gaps that people don't even realize, uh, and and like you also talked about, Sean, it's amazing what we put up with, uh, you know, blankets and different things to make up for what shouldn't be to begin with. We just accept something like that as normal when it's not. Like if you feel comfortable with a little Afghan on because you just like that, you know, that warm and fuzzy feeling, that's one thing if you if you want to do it. But if you have to do it, uh, it's because you've got air gaps all over the place and they're all gone. When, when, the, when the new windows are put in, any of those uh, air gaps that were, you know, a part of the window system. And, and as you know, Sean, and you've talked about uh, expertly on your program, these our homes are settling and uh you know from the measurements that you you and your team take uh homes change a lot over the decades yeah and and uh, you know efficiency and and as well as ventilation too i mean when you get new windows and things like that you know it's it's you keep a lot of that heat into the home um in the winter time and a lot of that, you know, attic ventilation, we can go into that as well. But, you know, when you get new windows as well, you want to make sure like, or I some people would replace the roof, making sure that they get proper ventilation in their attic. Because, you know, as you replace your windows, as you make your homes more efficient, you know, you are main, maintaining a lot more of that natural heat. And that heat does rise and can get inside your attic. So you need to make sure that your equivalent ventilation systems, you know, to handle that as well. But yes, houses change, as codes change. Um you know, these things, these things improve over time. And Sean, Sean, how is the supply chain relative to materials for the windows if somebody wants to get the windows going? Everything is getting better. Uh, nothing is back to normal. And I, I hope, I hate to use the term the new norm because I, I would hope that the supply chains eventually do level back out where, you know, it's consistent and aren't so, you know, wobbly, I guess maybe the word. Um, you know, the proper word for it, but so as far as windows go, I mean, I remember pre COVID, you know, we would send the water out. We would have that window in three weeks. Uh, then it turned into three months. I would say an average turnaround time for windows from the time that a customer decides to move forward and, and get on the schedule, give a deposit from the time that we're installing their windows is about six to 10 weeks. Um, certain things are going to change that. Like, for instance, if they want, you know, windows are so customizable. I mean, we can do so many amazing things with windows. It's not, you know, if, for instance, let's talk about obscured glass for, you know, a, a quick minute. Back then it was always that, you know, in the 70s and the and a long time ago, obscured glass in those windows were always that kind of like that pebble look. But now there's all kinds of rain glass and glue chip and, and different features where it's a decorative obscure glass that you can get in your windows. You can get interior blinds in your windows, um, laminated glass, uh, black windows on the outside, all different locking features and things. So if you really want to get it customizable, even stained glass options are available that you can actually pick the colors of the, of the stained glass. I have people that actually pick, you know, they have a big window and they do a stained glass to it and they, they pick the colors that match their siding, their secondary and primary colors and things. And it looks really good. So things like that are going to add a little bit to lead time. But let's say your standard white one, white, inside, outside, white, double hung window or casement window. You know, those things are turning around within about six weeks. which I think is a pretty reasonable uh, time frame with everything going on. Oh, yeah. I, I agree with that. 
So if it was in the six-week window or six to eight or even six to ten, you're looking at either sometime middle to end of, of July or beginning first week or so of August. So it's really a good time to start thinking about it because that's beautiful weather. You don't have to worry about um, – but I will tell you, I, I remember we did it during an off uh, – I would call it a shoulder season, uh, and the team was just so efficient – that it was just no big deal. It didn't matter. It did not matter uh, that we did it during a, a – I wouldn't say – we didn't do it in the dead of winter, but we did it a bit in the cooler, you know, shoulder season. And, Sean, it was no problem. Yeah, and windows is something that can be done, I mean, all year round. I mean, even if it's in the middle of winter time, you know, we're not taking out and tearing out every window in your entire home. And then putting, you know, overnight, putting a trash bag, right. you know, to cover the opening. <laughs> you know, we're, we're working one window at a time. We're pulling a window out. We're putting a new one in. We're sealing it up. Yeah. You know, if we had a couple guys there, we'll maybe be doing a couple windows at a time. But we're not pulling them out and leaving them out. I mean, yeah. we're quick as we pull them out. You know, we're getting a new window in place. And again, the reason, you know, adding to that lead time, you know, there are certain people that might be able to get a window in sooner if, it's a, if they're using stock size windows. But the windows that we offer are made for the exact opening of your home. I mean, it's not, not, no windows uh, are pre-manufactured. Not a single window, not a single frame, not a single piece of glass. It's all made to order. And that's what I loved. I loved because our home was older and there, there was no standard. You would ha- There would have been shims and all kinds of stuff. And, and if, if somebody wants to do that, uh, you know, we have free will. But I love the whole concept of the each opening. And we're in 30 seconds, believe it or not. It's the end of the show, Sean. To within what perfection are these windows? An eighth of an inch. Wow. Fantastic. So an eighth of an inch height and width. They'll create that. Windows, entry doors, storm doors, patio doors. Every we provide, they'll they'll create a custom height and width to an eighth of an inch, so it's always a perfect fit for every single home. Sean, roofing, siding, windows, doors, gutters, and let me not leave out gutter guards. Join me in the gutter guard Hurley Brigade. Uh, I can't wait to get them. 609-646-1444. That's 609-646-1444. East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows. Sean, I'll see you real soon, and until we meet again on air. Have a great day. Oh, say hello to the great Larry Steitler for me, please. Your dad, okay? Will do. Thank you, Sean.